Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. This is Rebellion's Bloom. It's a very special episode today as we are going to be diving in to our official for today Star Wars rankings. Uh, we're going one to 22. We're going canon on screen shit. That means everything that's been released since 1977 Star Wars that has been canonized by, uh, you know, by Disney. Uh, because due to the fact, you know, like there are the Ewok movies from the 80s. They're not on here. Uh, there's the 2D micro series, which I fucking love for the Clone Wars, uh, by Gendrick Tartakovsky, but. It's not on here, not technically canon. I think it could fit into the canon, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, those things are excluded. Everything else, I will give you the official timeline for what is here in a moment. I am Colton Robertson. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here, and just can't believe we haven't done this before. I know, Actually. right? It feels like a it's it's a oh. it's a ripe ripe topic. Yeah, a lot of it. Glad we're getting to it finally, though. I am too, and you know this is an ever-changing tapestry here. Mm. It's almost impossible because I do love everything on this list. Like the range for enjoyment on this is from loving it to in love with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm. There's not really there's there's nothing on here that I don't enjoy, and so that makes it hard. But what mm. we wanted to remind everybody is that in a ranking, something has to be first. Something has to be last. It being towards the bottom of the list is not necessarily an indictment of that product, that uh, that movie, that show. It's just the way of things. I love everything on this list, but if you're going to do a ranking, something has to be at the bottom. Now, everything that we will be ranking includes Star Wars A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. The Clone Wars movie, The Clone Wars TV show, Rebels, The Force Awakens, Rogue One, The Last Jedi, Solo, Resistance, The Mandalorian, Rise of Skywalker, The Bad Batch, Visions, The Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Tales of the Jedi, and Andor. We are not going to be splitting shows up into seasons. That would be a lot, a bit yeah. too much. We're going to take them as they are as a whole. And uh, that is specifically important for Clone Wars and Rebels, as everything else has one or two seasons. Um, but if we had all seven seven seasons of Clone Wars and all four Ooh. seasons of Rebels, that would have been fucking impossible and probably would have required much more work before coming yes. into this. Um, but yeah. let's do this. After this discussion, we are going to be doing a little bit of a Mandalorian season three preview predictions, final thoughts going into the new season, because it's less than a week away. That's fucking crazy. It's, oh it hasn't God. been on since 2020, 
And 2023, we're here. It's time for Mandalorian Season 3 next Wednesday, and I cannot fucking wait. So let's begin our Star Wars ranking, and we'll kick it off at the bottom, working our way to the top. What do you, my friend, have at spot 22 out of 22? Well, um, my bottom two will be things that I haven't seen. Sadly, I'm a Star Wars fan and have been for a while, but haven't gotten around to two things quite yet. Um, can't believe on one. The other is more believable, but um, I cannot believe I have not seen the Clone Wars movie. Um, and I'll I'll put that at 22, I guess. It came first um, before the other one that I haven't seen, so I guess I'll just put it 22, but haven't seen it. Go ahead um, and give me your 21. I have a feeling they're they're similar. And it is resistance. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, that's the just. I don't know. I can't believe I haven't seen the Clone Wars movie. That kind of just shocks me. Uh, that shocks but, me too. But uh, I'll go ahead and give you my twenty-two and twenty-one. My twenty-two is the Clone Wars movie, and my twenty-one is Resistance. And I have seen both of these. Resistance, not in full, but a few, but a few episodes. And I have that at twenty-one over the Clone Wars movie. If that gives you any indication as to how I might feel about the Clone Wars movie. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's a fun time. It's a good movie, or not a good movie, a fun movie. Um, Anakin and Ahsoka meeting, all that stuff. Super fun. The mission on Christophsis, fuck yeah. I don't know, man. I could take it or leave it, though. Uh, mm. Like you said, you know, you have watched the Clone Wars. You have yeah. not watched this movie. You mm -hmm. don't need this movie to watch the Clone Wars show. So, like... uh you truly can take it or leave it. Um, that is true. I guess I, that is just really sad. It's like the, it, it's like the prequel to the show. And mm -hmm. like, even if it's bad, I should, I should, I don't know. If it's, I don't or not bad. It's, bad. it's, yeah, not it's bad, fun. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like, uh, it's, it's got a lot of merit. And especially if you're, if you love Anakin and Ahsoka's relationship, then it's, it's where it starts. You know, it ought to, it ought to be on your touch points. You know, you got, you got to give it a viewing at the very least. I believe if I'm not mistaken, Kyler Barnett, our usual co-host was just on for the Bad Batch yesterday. He actually watched this in theaters, um, the Clone mm. Wars movie, when he was like six. Wait, what? Yeah, actually? when he was like six. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, I can't I just, say the same uh, because my parents uh, were not Star Wars fans, so they didn't. Yeah. They weren't trying to take me to go see him. But uh, nevertheless, I didn't get around to this movie until I was older, which might be part of why I have it at the bottom. Um, because it it is a children's movie. It is it is for kids. And I know a lot of this is for kids. Um but uh I just don't enjoy it as as, as much as the other stuff, but I do love it. So, Clone Wars movie at the bottom, Resistance at 21, cute as fuck. The animation style, you know, I know people are always like uh yeah. well, they've really downgraded from Clone Wars to Rebels and then Rebels to Resistance. The animation style in Resistance is fucking awesome. Oh, it's like, cool. I, it's different. It's unique. Yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. It's not and a downgrade. It's more of, different. You know? Yeah, like, I, I do love when it comes to the animation styles. I do love that the Bad Batch continues the tradition of what the Clone Wars animation was. Mm. But I wish that the Tales of the Jedi wasn't the same as the Clone Wars. I wish they like. I need uh, them to start. I need them to start innovating. I don't want every Star Wars animation show to look like the Clone Wars from here on out. And the only time we're switching it up is Visions. Like, no, go ahead and keep like. And I think the reception of Rebels and Resistance styles is why they've just decided to fall back on Clone Wars. And I don't want that. That shit's beautiful, you know. Like, uh, I think Resistance is a beautiful looking show. I the first episode mm -hmm. kicks off with like 
you know the way Ray is like uh, Luke Skywalker. I thought he was a myth. Uh, there's a uh, there's a a kid who's uh, admirer of the Resistance who hears Leia's name and is like Leia Organa. You know General Leia Organa. Like like that's she's sick. the legend. She's the legend in that show. And that I think makes, that's that I think that's sense. super fucking cool. Yeah, which makes the uh, most sense. Like a dude with a laser sword that fought another dude with a laser sword, or the person who actually led the real army. And well, yeah. I, okay, okay, Luke did exist, and Darth Vader. They I mean they were real, but like. To the people, yeah. I mean, Leia. Leia was that person. Leia was sure. that chick. Um, yeah. So I had I had Clone Wars at twenty two, Resistance at twenty one, and now since we're into all the stuff we have seen, we can start going back and forth as uh, yeah. as we see fit. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me what's at twenty. I think this is going to be surprising. This might be the most surprising thing on here because this is out of Star Wars. This is my kind of. I don't care. And it's sad that I don't care. And it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. Like, like, I... I It's like... Whenever I'm thinking of Star... Sometimes I forget that show happened. Like, legitimately. I forget, like, it happened. I'm not... I don't... I don't think it's bad. Um, Like, I'm... I, I think it's actually really good. The It gave... Owen and Baru, such a good, you know, look into them, which was really awesome. Um, gave Ewan McGregor a chance to come back and perform his ass. You know, like, I, it was not a bad show. It's just that, I guess, maybe the way they marketed it, or maybe the way it just came out with the release. I don't know what it was. I don't know what about this show. It just didn't, it didn't do it for me. And I had to, like, when the cool moments happened in the show, that, like, I've been wanting to happen forever it like it was it was awesome but i i felt like i was forcing myself to like be like oh man yes i finally got it but like it just feels like i got it in a in i don't know just not the way that i was expecting i guess Mm. Um, no i get you i get you 100 percent. i think there's a this is this is a premier example of why I wanted to do this ranking separately because there are certain things we just weren't going to come to the same conclusions about. Um, and this is, this is why me and you work as a great team covering star Wars because we both love star Wars, but we have vastly different preferences. And mm. uh, this one, this one rises a little bit compared to 20, not by a ton, but it does rise a bit. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi, that is a shocking 20. Like, I know. of all the I, things in Star Wars, that being at 20 is shocking. That's because I was making the list, and I put Star Wars in, or Clone Wars movie and Resistance at the bottom, and then I just went top down, and the last thing to even just hit my mind was Obi-Wan. And I'm like, well, does that make sense? Like, does it that's, actually belong that's there? That's kind of how and you I'm, feel about and it. And yeah. I'm like, man, I'm like, actually, because, like, everything above it, I kind of would rather put on on, like, a, a random day. So... Um, yeah, that is also important. A, a way to approach this, considering mm-hmm. that deciding what your favorites are out of a ton of things you really, really enjoy, sometimes an easy little hack is to go, what do I, what would I throw on on any given day? So I appreciated that sort of perspective there. Uh, because, yeah, you know, for me, I probably wouldn't just go ahead. I would throw on certain episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi, but to sit down and watch it all the way through, I don't know that I would, I don't know that I'd go out of my way to do that a lot. Um, I I sorry, do however, thoroughly enjoy that show, and yeah. uh, it's hard, hard for me hard for me to put it below some other things. So uh, 
I like that, though. I like that, though. At my 20, this is where I have Star Wars Visions. Um, uh. While I do love... While I do love the anime shorts, and they, they're fucking epic in some cases, contained in others, nice and mellow in some, like... I love the variety it provided. I love the uh, the range we were getting. I love that we're getting a new season here before long, just uh, within the next couple months. Um, mm. You know, something has to be at the bottom, like I said. And uh, this just happens to where this just happens to be where visions comes to for me. Um, I found that I don't revisit it hardly ever, and that's that's just something that matters whenever it comes to this sort of ranking. I don't revisit visions a lot. Um, but you know, Ronan coming out of that, fucking cool. outstanding. I love the spinoff book. Is about he confirmed? Ronan. To, is is he have another episode in season two or no? I don't know. I, I don't think we got any confirmation of mm. any sort like okay. that. I think we are getting a fresh new slate of animation studios from all over the world, not just Japanese anime, which is cool. Um, Ooh. it'll be all sorts of styles. Ooh, so um, it's gonna be more of like a love death robot. Sort of, yeah, yeah, a little bit more, that could like be less, cool. less, an, less strictly anime, or maybe. And more. I guess it's like, still animation, but just different. Yeah, yeah. Not there's a, there's one studio called Ardman Studios that did like Wallace and Gromit. If you remember those movies, um, they did something else recently. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't they've know it by one. name, but now that I see it, I'm like, oh, duh. Yeah, yeah no, like, they've got away. one coming up. Is, is that like the same? Is that the same thing? It's a weird movie where, yeah, it's like kind of the same. People get flushed down a toilet. They look the same. I don't know. Flushed away. Person. That's what I watched recently. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's what I watched recently. It was like, art man, dope. Uh, Sick. Uh, wow. We're going to get Star Wars in that style, maybe? In that style. Yeah. That's actually, that's going to be. That's super really cool. You know, like, that's why cool. I love Visions is I love what they're bringing, bringing to the table as far as the creativity, the, yeah. the vast different styles. Like what I was saying with with resistance like i love that they gave us a new a new vision of animation in star wars and i hope we get more of that and i hope it's not strictly strictly just in visions that that happens i I hope that one day one of these animation studios will get called up and they'll go hey we would love if you animated an entire show for us you know like that would be awesome um and i pray for that and visions super fucking cool i've like my favorite episode of that is probably uh uh the village bride I Ooh. love the Village Bride. Oh my uh, god! Those the like soundtrack shoes? in that episode. It w- weren't her like. Didn't she have some like? Was that her? Was that a different episode? Like, no, the her, shoes the, that like where she does she does like the speed like the force. dash. Yeah, like the like. Yeah. Oh, that was just so. And oh man, that episode was beautiful. Ooh, I got. That's the thing. I'm gonna Might say this to go ahead and probably a lot. I'm gonna say this a lot. Um, so get ready. But yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch that for sure. Um, Especially ahead of season two. Uh. <laughs> For mm. sure, because that, that, like I said, it's so much fun. I haven't revisited a lot, but uh, I have revisited the Village Bride a lot. I have revisited the Ronin a lot, but that's about it. I need to kind of uh, go back and yeah. watch all of them. You know, like we got one set on Tatooine around Boba Fett and kids performing at a pod race. Like, fuck yeah! Are you kidding me? That's fucking nuts. I love that. So, uh, Visions came at twenty, but it's no indictment of its uh, quality. I love that shit. Man, it's so weird that uh, like these bottom ones, like I'm I'm reading them off, and I'm like, man, it's just it kind of just goes to show how good Star Wars is. It does, um, yeah, and how much I I like it because this is where Solo comes for me, uh, mm. which is like 
I think it's it's criminally underrated, and it's sad that it's going this low. And I, you know, I think it deserves more praise. Um, but it, I don't, I, I don't think it's an incredibly revisitable uh, movie. I guess like K two S O, I really love or K two S O, fucking um, L three. Yes. Um, and just the that relate like the relationship uh, between Lando and them is awesome and. You know, having Donald Glover is amazing, and you know, so, you know, Disney cares so much about keeping their legacy actors and deep faking them, but no one gave a fuck that it was not Harrison Ford in this movie. We just immediately knew it was Han Solo and went with it. Um, so like that, and Alden I think Aaron Wright killed that shit. Man. Yeah, he like that. It was perfect in it. Like that. Like I don't know. I I think. They 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 have the wrong idea of this movie because it didn't perform well. I think it, it was more of just their fault of marketing. They did a terrible job marketing it. Like release, like the release, it was in between, like what after it was after the Last Jedi. I guess we have the release order right here. It was after yeah. Last Jedi, but before the Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker. And it was also in the middle of the summer. It was six months after the Last Jedi. Or five months after The Last Jedi, which is a ridiculous turnaround. Um, and maybe they could have gotten away with that now, but five years yeah. ago they couldn't have. Um, yeah. Especially but, off the coattails of a movie that split the fandom the way it did. Um, but I guess we got um, freaking... Or no, is that... Uh, maybe I'm confusing two things. Uh, in the new Mando trailer, did... No, I don't think she popped up. Amelia Clark's character, what's her name? Freaking oh, Kira. Kira. No, uh, I don't up. believe she did pop up in the Mando trailer. What did I see? Maybe it was a There's tweet a whole bunch of Kira content right now uh, in comics. Maybe that's she's what about I saw. To get a book. Um, yes, that is what I saw. On yeah, Twitter. she's about to get a whole book oh, okay. surrounding her by E.K. Johnston. Right. Uh, and she's very prominent in comics, like uh, the Hidden Empire run right now. Super fucking cool. And you can owe that to, you know, her first appearance here and the cast on that movie, Amelia Clark, Alden Ehrenreich, Donald Glover, Phoebe Waller. Yeah, dude. Whoa. Paul Bettany. Paul. Woody yeah. Harrelton, Aaron Kellyman, then D way Newton. Like that's holy an fuck, John right there, man. That's kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, man, that, man, that movie's so underrated and it's like so much fun to watch too. I, but again, it is one of the ones that I revisit less. Like, uh, I like, uh, it's directed by Ron Howard, who's done like Willow and all sorts of shit that I absolutely love. He co-created Arrested Development. The dude's an, an incredible creative, and uh, I really, I really love his style, and I think it shines in Solo. He did a really good job. But uh, eh, again, have that a little higher. But uh, again, not much higher. Mm. But uh, so that brings me mm. to 19 as well. This is where I have the other animated shorts, Tales of the Jedi. That was my guess. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. We're we're pretty close. Yeah. I, um, I feel so. bad because like four of my bottom five spots are the animation. And I don't want that to be an indictment of animation itself. I love Star Wars animation. And uh, I really do. And I love the Tales of the Jedi shorts. But these sit weirdly with me because of the handling of ahsoka's story and stuff that, i feel like there's, there's a lot so there strange. That, 
Dang. Yeah, wasn't wasn't a fan of Ahsoka's, but Dooku's episodes are really strong. Uh, I really, really yeah. enjoy it. And Ahsoka's episodes are strong in and of themselves. If you know nothing else, they're fine, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, coming from the Ahsoka novel, which it seemed to be adapting quite a bit, um, they didn't do a great job of that. Um, and uh, as as a avid book reader for Star Wars. I would like if they didn't do that sort of stuff to books. Um, I would yeah, like that. I, either don't adapt them or adapt them properly. Yeah, because I was of the mind, I didn't know that there were canon novels, like novels and books, like actually canon or considered canon things that weren't on screen. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Was it. And then when you told me that, I'm like, wait a minute. How can they call something canon? And then just go ahead and just absolutely rip it. Yeah. Like that, that doesn't thing, you can't call it canon. You no, know? you can't. Either either call all of it legends, which yeah. I'll be okay with as well, or keep it canon and don't change it. Um that's yeah, that's that, all. That's all. Dooku's stuff works fine with all of Dooku's novelizations, Master and Apprentice, Jedi Lost. He can like all his stuff fits in fine with all of that, you know? Like that's that works good. But uh Ahsoka's It'd be pretty coincidental if this happened twice, almost the exact same way, on two very similar planets with very similar premises. <laughs> I, it'd be, yeah. it'd be very, it'd be very. It's a stretch to say both those things happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I do not. love the first episode where she's a baby and stuff. That shit's really cool. I love the yeah. episode where Anakin's teaching her uh, to fight the clones if she ever needs to, which is Again. crazy. Again. 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 Yeah, that shit's dope. Damn. And we got Ashley Eckstein back one more time, at least, which I was very happy with. You know, I felt I like Rosario Dawson. She's fine. She hasn't shined as Ahsoka yet, but I'm hoping the Ahsoka series will change that. Mm. But it was so nice to have Ashley Eckstein back in the role one more time, at the very least, because she's a fantastic voice actor. And if I think of Ahsoka, that's that's the version, that's the voice, that's that's who I'm thinking of. I uh, lo- love that portrayal. Oh, yeah. So Ashley Eckstein's the shit. Tells the Jedi rocks. Snips but comes in nineteen for me. Uh, good old snips. Good old um, snips. But uh, my eighteen. This is where Visions falls for me. Uh, hmm. So so not that far off at all. Um, even though it does have some high level Dooku content right here, and I was ecstatic, and I it's just um it's just kind of where the animated. Uh, shorts are gonna are gonna fall. Um, oh wait, visions. I'm talking visions, not tales of the Jedi. Sorry, that's my next. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm going into the future a little bit. But visions. Let me remap my brain. Um, just animated shorts. I loved them as they came out, but it's kind of just like I've seen it. It was a cute short, and I loved it. I go back. I watch the Ronin every now and then, um, just because of I love the style. Um, and then, like, I rewatched it just after, like, I read the actual physical, uh, copy, like, of the Ronin comic, actually. Um, so that's, like, the, the one that I, that I go back to a lot. Um, but Visions, I, I, like, I'm, I'm excited for season two, like, for sure. Like, I, I, I think it's some of the coolest Star Wars content there is. Just the most creative Star Wars content there is. Um, they, it's really a place where the creators can just let loose run fucking and free, just man. absolutely do anything. Like we would never get a sing along on Tatooine over a pottery, you know, like, like, yeah, like we would never get that stuff on screen, live action, or like even in like 
a, a bad batch or like i don't know like it, it doesn't even seem possible in the bad batch even like it's um, crazy because like the twins almost seems like a historic telling of the events yeah of what happened but set like forever in like it's told from forever in the future so it's like hazy and it's like like that should awesome yeah what? it's not connected but connected and any and they fully know what they're doing you know it's like it's awesome. It's if you're a Star Wars fan and you know all these little details and everything, it's so awesome. But the story itself is also just really Super entertaining cool. and fun to watch. Um, and yeah, one's like about a robot who like just slowly becomes like more human over time, right? Like I don't know. Like as I'm as I'm remembering, like the more and yeah. more episodes, it's like it is just like like a cute little show that you have. Just it's really just random spots around the galaxy. The Ninth um, Jedi is a crazy one, too. Like, that's a fan favorite yeah. where, like, one of them is secretly a Sith among them. Mm. And they're all, like, that shit's, that shit's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, now I'm excited to see uh, the, the different styles that we'll, mm. we'll be getting this time. That'll be really cool. Um, and hopefully spice it up a bit more. Even um, more, yeah. You know, Because yeah. that was what was cool is that it was all anime. But even within anime, there are a ton of styles. So like it was still there were still varying degrees of what you were what to expect, but then uh, we're gonna get even greater variation with uh, with the stuff to come. So visions at eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. That's strong, right. strong. Um, my eighteen. This is where I have my first live action movie. Um, and this is where I have. Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah! Wow. Okay. It, yeah. No, this... I love Attack of the Clones. Don't don't like. This is where we are truly getting to the point where I am in love with the rest of it. You know, like I said, the range is from loving it to in love, and I love the bottom four and the top eighteen. This is what sold me on the franchise. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was younger, Attack of the Clones was everything. I loved Obi-Wan versus Jango. I loved the giant face off with all the Jedi at the end, all of them pulling up uh, the the three like creatures that they have to try to mm. avoid while there's droids everywhere. And Yoda pulls, up. Oh. Yoda pulls up with the fucking clones for the first time. And it's oh. like... There's oh, so much dude. there's so much to love about that movie. There really is. Uh and I I I'm in love with that movie and I will revisit it. I revisit it every once in a while. It is my least revisited of the prequels. I have no doubt about that. Um but I do love I'd, it. I'd say Attack of the Clones, the nicest review I can give it. Maybe not the nicest. Just kind of it falls into the movie of, I have to watch The Phantom Menace first to watch this movie. I'm not going to watch Attack of the Clones out of nowhere. I might pull it up to, like, watch some Dooku scene, like, mm. specifically. But, like, I'm not just going to sit down to watch Attack of the Clones. If I'm watching the Attack of the Clones... Factory stuff? Fucking awesome. Ooh, I love true. that. Like, like, uh... Yeah, I don't know. But I'm not going to sit down and just watch Attack of the Clones. No, you know? probably not. No, probably not. And uh um, cuz there are a few Star Wars movies that I'll just throw on and you'll find that they're towards the fucking top. Uh, hmm. uh the ones that I don't feel like, oh, I have to watch this to watch this. You know, like I'll just be like, I feel like watching this one today. That'll be towards the top. Attack of the Clones is not one that I regularly go 
oh, I feel like watching this today. And uh, I think the reason it's low compared to everything is that I do have my biggest gripes with characterization in this movie. We talked about it recently on something. I think the mm. Valentine's Day special about Anakin and Padme. Mm. I cannot forgive that movie for mischaracterizing Padme the way it does at points. Um, Padme doesn't forgive Anakin for killing a bunch of people. That is kind of wild. Beings. Yeah. That uh, that's just not something that she does. She might, she might comfort him, but she'll immediately, she will tell him like, yo, that was wrong. You know, like, uh, instead she's like, oh, come here, poor oh, little, little guy, Annie. you know, uh, my oh. Annie. no, like, uh, and yeah. then like to, to, I don't know. It's just, uh, if I ignore that part of the movie, this rises like crazy, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. that part of the movie just really hinders my enjoyment of it because I love Padme as a character, you know, like she is truly one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars. And I just don't feel like they would do her like that. They should do her like that. Um, You're right. And uh, yeah, that is that. Is, it's a thing that I've just never thought of before. Because mm. um, I guess I've always known, you know, Anakin was wrong. You know, I've always been in that boat, but I've never, never once thought of Padme should have reacted this way. Yeah. Uh, instead, but uh. I don't know. I have. It's not my last live action movie. I guess, like, well, I already said Solo. I guess I already have my live action movie. But even out of the the trilogy movies, it's not my last one. Mm, um, okay. Me. So, um, it, there's just too many cool things in there that I can't I I can't overlook in that movie. Yeah, we don't get we don't get another trilogy movie out of me for several spots. Oh. Okay. There's a gap between this movie and the rest of the movies. Mm. That's that makes sense. Um, okay, oh, but I spoke too soon. Never mind. After that one, there's a little bit of a gap. Here, I was speaking a little too soon, but here is where I have uh, Tales of the Jedi. Um, just like it a little more than Visions, uh, because for one, I didn't know any of the Ahsoka stuff before, so the Ahsoka stuff to me at first watch was like, oh, this is awesome Ahsoka stuff. Mm, Like, this is really cool. And I got Dooku. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting Dooku. You get Qui-Gon Jinn. Old and young. You know, like, 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 I'm like, oh my god. Like, it's kind of, it was something that I just threw on, just being like, alright, I I know I'm gonna watch this all in one sitting, but I don't have, I have no idea what to expect, really. And I came out of that like, oh my god, that was like, that was the most chill like kind of morning i think like it came out yeah like tuesday and i watched it wednesday morning or something like that before class and i'm like oh my that was that was the most chill wednesday morning i've ever had yeah. it was it was just no, so awesome. it's such an easy watch man like yeah. i remember when we did uh the live commentary of it we were both just like kind of floored by how ha- or all of us because kyler was there for that too we were all just kind of floored by it took us an hour and a half to do an entire live commentary on six episodes like that's easy. That is such a quick, easy, breezy show to watch. And it is one of those ones that would be easier to just go ahead and throw on. Uh, but that's the thing with these. I don't want to just watch one of them. If I'm going to watch Tales of the Jedi, I'm going to watch Tales of the Jedi. You know, I'm going to watch yeah. that shit one to yeah. six all the way through. 
um, or at least the arcs. Like it would, be, I would watch. Right. Maybe if I didn't have, if I didn't have an hour and a half, I would, I would watch. Um, I guess if I only had about, you know, half of that, I guess it would have to yeah. be the decision there. But, but yeah, no, this show, it, it, it is so much better. Just all in one, you get so much Star Wars all over the place. It's ah, oh, like I don't know it. I'd be curious to see like um a non-Star Wars like someone who's like new into Star Wars watching that show because I feel like there's a lot of previous knowledge you kind of got to have for for that. I think that one's a one. Um, that's a thing for fans. Yeah, like you got to yeah. you got to already like Star Wars to watch Tales of the Jedi and really yeah. get the full impact of it. Um. Mm. Because it assume it assumes you've seen a lot of stuff. It assumes you know who these characters are and who they become. Mm-hmm. Um, although yeah. I guess it would be kind of a cool experiment to show someone all the Dooku episodes ahead of the Phantom Me- ahead of the prequel trilogy. Um, that ooh. would be weird to see Dooku just as Dooku first, and, and yeah, but there's also the as... part in the last one where. Qui Gon dies during it, so you couldn't. Yeah, quite... don't want to spoil that. You yeah, know, probably. No. Um, it does have no. Yeah, no. Can't can't walk into that. Maybe is there a way to no? Can't really. Yeah, you could just like pause it and yeah. then uh, and then show uh, the fan mess and then go back. Sorry. Um, now we have to watch this movie in total. Then we'll come back and watch this last couple minutes of this episode. Right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's I love Tales of the Jedi. I, I I like you're right. At this point on, nothing on here am I ever not going to love. I love every single thing that is here on out. I do too. It's just it's just something has to be at the bottom. And for mm-hmm. me, that was Attack of the Clones. Um, mm-hmm. towards the bottom anyway. Um, but my next one is where I think we're truly getting like. Yo, really? Um, at seventeen, that's where I have the Clone Wars TV show. Um, I love season seven, but it does a lot of heavy lifting for me as far as my looking back Ooh, on the show. Right. Um, when it comes to the show as a whole. I uh I do enjoy it, you know, like that is not like Tales of the Jedi where I don't feel like I have to put it on front to back. I can bounce around and throw on episodes and I do quite frequently, you know. Uh I revisit my favorite arcs pretty regularly. But the stuff I want to revisit from the Clone Wars is pretty few and far in between. You know, like I uh I do really really love uh the character work it does with like Anakin and Obi-Wan. And I love episodes with Padme. Like I said, I love Padme. So anything I can get with her there. There's just there's two shining beacons of Clone Wars, and they're Ahsoka and Captain Rex. And if uh, if I can go ahead and watch the stuff with Ahsoka and Captain Rex, fuck yeah. You know, uh, I I do love the Clone Wars show. Like I said, I have it above Attack of the Clones. It's, uh, it's pretty damn good. Wow. I think you will yeah. also notice that the Clone Wars, Attack of the Clones, and Tales of the Jedi all came three in a row here, which I feel like is almost an indictment of the Clone War era for me. Uh, you know, you can tell that it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite part of the Star Wars timeline. Um, wow, that, that while I do love it, how it worked out that way. Yeah. yeah, while I do love it, it's just not uh, just not ideal. Um, 
not my mm. favorite not my favorite stuff in all of Star Wars. I do love the Clone Wars though. And when it comes to season seven, man, if we're taking just season seven, I don't know how much this rises. I don't I think, know how far this goes up. I think I had mainly season seven in my mind when I was when I did the ranking. Um just now fair? think thinking of it as a whole. I I re- it, it was it was too high. Oh, did it you go wa- ahead and change it? Yeah, it was too high. It's not now. It's still it's still a little later. But it was. I, I was like, okay. I I looked at what was below it, and I'm like, hold up, hold up. No man, yeah. But anyway, when it comes to the stuff that I'm gonna throw on, I do throw on wow. Clone Wars arcs yeah. pretty regularly, especially when I want to get in like a really creative mood. Like whenever I'm, uh, whenever I'm painting or whenever I'm writing something, I love I love just throwing that on in the background because got all the sights and sounds of star wars it's a it's a fun epic oh, yeah. era of of really awesome shit so like it's an awesome show and uh the way the animation progresses across the seven seasons super fucking cool um also love me some jar jar binks we get a sh- we get episodes about mace windu and jar jar binks where jar jar binks has a girlfriend and they're like are you fucking kidding me? When Jar-Jar? it comes to like, who does who does Jar Jar get with? I, I can't remember who, but I remember he has a girlfriend in that show. Um, wow. Yeah, man. Is like, she that's, equally that's... as like clumsy, or is she like the rock that actually keeps him in line? You know, <laughs> I can't like remember. Is, that's not one of the, the ones I revisit there? a lot. Yeah, what's the dynamic? Uh, I wonder what the dynamic of the relationship is. Yeah, not one I revisit a lot, but I I just remember getting that and being like, holy shit! It's the most vision Z we get. You know, that's not visions is like we're doing episodes about Mace Windu and Jar Jar Binks where Jar Jar Binks goes off to meet his lady friend. Like, that's fucking Uh, crazy. Wow. Um, And I love shit like that. So I love when Star Wars is wacky. I forgot. And the Clone Wars has all sorts of whack shit in it. So uh, I love it. But it's at 17 for me. Okay. All right. Well, now. I don't know if this is a shock, I guess. I don't know. Um, it just it's, something has to be there, and it's only one season so far. It's just started, and mainly it was taken over by another person. Uh, this is where I have Book of Boba Fett. Okay. Uh, for me, I mean, really, there's six episodes, two of which, two and a half, seven, seven, episodes. seven episodes, two and a half of which are like Mando episodes. Mm-hmm. So, like, really, we got five. I'd say, okay, maybe, I have five good episodes of Boba so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love it. Um, I love Fennec Shan. She's awesome. Um, I love oh, the right. freaking um, Black Chrysanthemum. Oh, my God. Oh. He was badass. Um, the, 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 the Rancor. Frick, yeah, the, the mods. We, for some reason, couldn't remember that name for some reason one time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. Uh, easy, but Boba riding a freaking Rancor. Fuck. Um, Fuck and yeah. then more huts. Grogu Live coming in. The, true. Two of them. Um, yep. Man, I don't know. Like that's sh- the show. It it was it was sick. It was awesome. I can't wait for season two. Whenever Boba cracks the big milk coconut water at the center of Tatooine and restores the water on the planet. Um, can't wait for that to happen. Um, Cobb fucking Vanth. Oh yeah. Um, man. True. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Freetown or whatever the fuck. Pikes? I loved that shit. Were the Pikes like a big thing in there? Yeah, the Pikes were like the villain entity. Mm-hmm. They were. Yeah. Uh, they're spreading spice throughout yeah, Cad, the area. Yeah, Cad Bane got the death Cad in Bane. air quotes of of Cad Bane. Um, Cad still not not. He's like fifty percent dead. I'm like fifty fifty. I'm one hundred percent sure he's dead. I'm fifty fifty. Um, because that little that little t- Toto to- Toto Buck Toto. Yes, it's I Toto. I need him to come back. I I, I need him to come back. I so vow like, I will stop watching Star Wars if Toto comes back. For the storytelling aspect, I would much rather have Cad Bane be dead and Boba kill him right, in right. this situation. For the fun of it, yeah. to have Toto come back and be like, Oh, Mr. Cad Bane, let me take you to your ship to put your new heart in you or some, I don't know, to whatever the fuck Cad Bane does if he lives. I'm a little piece of fucking shit. Oh, I'm going to be... I'm gonna be so happy to hear Toto's voice, like if it's on screen. I, like it, it would over Obi Wan Kenobi. I would be more excited to see Toto on screen again than watch like Obi Wan Kenobi. Like honestly, so <laughs> if Toto comes back, I that that is how excited I will be. Fuck no. Um. Yeah. I can't um, stand that motherfucker, but mostly but. from a joking place. Um. <laughs> No, yeah, kinda, we're not annoying. we're not super separated on this. And I, I uh from here on in uh, I think there will be there will be drastic changes, I think. I think we will have some pretty far off shit, but uh okay. okay. But like now we're getting to the point where it's you know every trilogy is still mostly on the table. Um mm-hmm. all the best TV shows are still on the table. Like it's we know it's Star Wars, baby. We love all this shit. It's going to be hard. But uh, mm. anywho, my 16, this is where I have so low a Star Wars story. I was looking over it whenever I said uh, that we didn't have another live action movie for a while when I said Attack of the Clones. Ah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. 16. That's uh, it's where I have Solo. I absolutely adore this movie. I think uh, I think it's endless fun. I think it's such great characterization for Han Solo. And a great origin movie for Han Solo. Um, I love the love story of him falling in love with the Falcon. That's the best That's shit cool. of the movie. I got to rewatch it with that lens because I Dude, haven't. I have. They have quite... the whole like he comes around the corner and then slow motion like like oh he sees the Millennium Falcon for the first time and he's like whoa. Really? She's hot. Like, no, Man, not literally. Like, but that's oh, how, okay. like, if you watch it through that lens, you can interpret it that way. I see, I and then, you. like, the first time he gets to fly it, he, like, pets it and he's like, it's like, yeah. for kiss, he's like, okay, yeah, you know, like, it's a, it's, it's a cute, it's a cute fucking movie, man. And, uh, I know that Kira is the actual love interest of that movie. And, mm. uh, my, I think my favorite scene from that movie, aside from anything with Aaron Kellyman as Enfys Nest, because she fucking rocks. I love Aaron Kellingman as Enfys Nest, but uh, the closet on on the Millennium Falcon when they're in Lando's like wardrobe, and it's Kira and Han. They've reunited and they like kiss for a little bit. They talk about what's happened, what's passed. Uh, that's like the only scene in Disney mm-hmm. era Star Wars actually directed by George Lucas. Um, that what? scene specifically is directed by George Lucas. Um, Why? He was on set, and Ron Howard was like, "Take this one, buddy." Wow, right? like, that's like, that's kind of cool. So, like, how yeah, much? No, I love that shit. How much did he shit. get? Like, like I guess the scene was already written, 
you know, he didn't write. No, this, no, but, but he, you so know, like, like what, a director has a heavy hand in how a lot of things are done on the set. Of I guess movies, he so knows. Like, That's the thing. He doesn't have to be in the writing process to know. Like, yeah, he just he. Okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so right. on on he this is, one, we're gonna is we're gonna go Lucas. ahead and uh, we're gonna, you guys are gonna go ahead and kiss a little bit. This is gonna be a good one. So uh, make, make passionate. You know, get get up in there. Really, right next to all the bright capes and clothes. Yeah, you know, he's got a there. great he's got a great wardrobe over there. It's a, it's a lovely, lovely Matches. selection of outfits. I, w- I would like all my cars to look like this with these colors and vibrant colors. That'd be a, that'd be the perfect perfect situation for me if uh, if I ever got to do it. Amer- the American Empire. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, George. Oh, oh good old Georgie. No, but yeah, I love I love that scene, and not for that reason. It was already my favorite scene. But then, like learning that, I was like, oh shit. But uh. I just, I just love the, the romance of it. Like seeing Han in a place where he is the one who's head over heels and not the other way around where Han's like hard to get where he is in the entire original trilogy. It's when he's still the romantic, still like, oh yeah. Like, cause that's the scene where Kira goes, oh, I know, I know you. Like, I know who you are. You're the good guy. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not. No, I'm not. You know, like no, I'm not. Even though I am, but I want to tell I'm you, not. I'm not because I it makes love me feel... that shit. Oh, it's yeah. the only movie with Sandyway Newton in it, which I fucking love. Also, because she's awesome. Um, play, got the sacrifice play on her side. Val is mm. fucking cool. Um, Woody Harrelson, only Star Wars movie with Woody Harrelson in it. Like, are you kidding me? This cast is fucking nuts. Uh, it is. It is. And you got like a Mission Impossible train heist sort of freaking thing that was Epic. sick. Uh, Chewbacca yeah. and Han Solo's yeah. meat suit. Yeah, dude. He's like, he's Chewbacca's like what? And he's like, yeah, I speak a little Wookie. Get over it. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I like Solo is so much. I I really just have to watch it through through him falling in love so with, fun. with the the Falcon. Um. Falcon, 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 Millennium Falcon, Falcon. Uh, yeah, it depends. It depends. Millennium Falcon. It's the way that anything can be pronounced either way in Star Wars. You know, like George Lucas literally goes back and forth between calling Hoth, Hoth, and Hoth. Oh, we we'll call it Hoth every once in a while. You know, Hoth. Uh, uh, I've I've only heard Hoth. I haven't heard Hoth before. Yeah, That's... Hoth. Real thing. Real shit. Okay. Hoth. Lando calling Han Han. Yeah, that's true. Hand buddy, <laughs> it's just however the fuck you want to say it. It's a yep. gal. It's a it's a galaxy. You know, everyone's drinking that that juice. You know, and, and oh start, yeah, it, the ooze. Yeah, uh, that no basic isn't. That's a it's, that's the thing. They just have uh, the ooze injected into them at mm. birth. Yeah. Um, everyone drink eats the ooze. ooze. Drink the ooze. Drink Why, the <laughs> ooze. That's such a funny thing to like. Anyway, wow, Quantum Media tangent there. Uh, if you haven't seen Quantum Media, you are movie, so confused. It is definitely um, it's it's the most relatable to Star Wars out of the MCU. I will say. Um, ah, actually, true. Um, I would say so. I would say yeah. so. But uh, um, nevertheless, uh-oh. yeah, I got I got Solo at sixteen. So uh, first trilogy movie for me is upcoming. Mm. The first trilogy movie, and. It is a sequel trilogy movie. Boo, get off. I know, I know. I know, I know. No, I get it. I get it. 
It's The Force Awakens for me. And I think The Force Awakens might be, like, the best critically, actually. Mm. And I think, like, it was made really well. And I think it it doesn't deserve the hate that it got just solely because Rey is a female. Um, Is half of that hate. Um, So... But when I when I go back to watch um, a trilogy or a sequel movie, I I would much kind of rather jump to the end um, with this one or kind of midway um, with with this trilogy. Um, so it's it's not really I kind of hold all of the the sequel trilogies around the the same the trilogy that. movies around the same. Um, but if I do if I would have to put one at the lowest, it it would just be Force Awakens. Um, I dig that. I dig that. Yeah, I'm uh, still a few spots away from The Force Awakens. I, mm. I am, but... Uh, yeah, it was sick in theaters, too, man. Like... Man, that was, I, I saw it in theaters. That's my first... Wait, was that my first? It was my first Star Wars theater experience. Yeah, I remember because... just being floored. Yeah, um, definitely, because Rogue One came after. Yeah, it was definitely my first. Yeah, I, I remember seeing, like, Kylo, like, whenever he froze the blaster bullet, like, in the in the beginning... Like in the theater and like the noise, like the like the the speakers of it, like and I was like, oh, like I, it was a sick theater experience. Um, I don't know, yeah, first Star Wars movies in theaters, so I mean that that will will never change. That'll always be nice to remember that. But if I'm just going back and and picking a, a movie out of the sequels, this is the last one for me. Uh, I understand that, but I understand that. Um. Still a few spots away from me, but I'm I'm gonna mm-hmm. stick with you in the live action vein. But I'm gonna switch it to TV shows. This is where I've got the book of Boba Fett. Uh, Fifteen, I got the book of Boba Fett. Not too far off for you because you had it at sixteen, right? Is that right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's 16, so sixteen yeah. and fifteen. Pretty. This is uh, the only. I mean, I know twenty two and twenty one were the same, but so far this is the closest we've been. I believe. Um, I. Uh, I love, I love, love, love this show. I think it is a pulpy action adventure that I absolutely love with a real big fucking heart to it. You know, like, I think that I feel like I can feel Robert Rodriguez's passion. I feel like I can feel Tamara Mm. Morrison's passion for this show through everything in it. Um, It's it's incredible. I love Ming-Na Wen as Fennec Shand. The Tusken Raider storyline is an all-time favorite of mine in this show uh like episode two of this show i know everyone loves to point to episode five the return of the mandalorian or the finale those are all big epic awesome moments in this show of course um but dude episode two might genuinely be one of the best episodes of star wars ever as far as just critical storytelling is concerned Uh, whenever it concludes and he's doing the tribal dance with the Tuscan Raiders, they make him go on the vision quest and stuff like that's fucking awesome. Mm. Uh, seeing the sands of Tatooine is like an ocean, like, yeah, epic, epic stuff, man. man. I love that show. Yeah. That, I don't know. I it, season two will be really, I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see where well, they, there are rumors of a season two, but it's never been confirmed. Is it not? Is it actually not no. even confirmed? Oh, not wow. Confirmed. I guess but, uh, I was meaning it. Almost talk about the water coconut thing, but yeah, I'm almost um, certain there will be a season two and it's been specifically heavily rumored lately. Um, 
maybe it's now. Like maybe now? he, like maybe he's in Mando season three. Like I fully expect he will be. Like I, he just takes over a couple episodes, like Mando did. I don't think he'll do that. I think he'll be in them though. Okay, maybe yeah, take over. I guess because okay, fair. But I don't know. Could be interesting to see if if they they break away from. I don't know, and make it just a everything Mandalorian show, and it's. I think it's what he's owed. Oh, I think he. What? I think he deserves to have two and a half episodes be about him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I get I see the thing for me. I guess it's relevant to talk about during the book of Boba Fett. I was going to save it for the Mandalorian, but the stuff about I completely understand the indictment of the show being. Oh my god, you made a couple episodes about the Mandalorian and you destroyed a plot point from season the entire show of the Mandalorian up to that point was about Grogu returning to the Jedi. And then you undid it in three ep- in a three episode arc in a different show. Mm-hmm. I can understand that gripe from a critical from a poise, from a point of critical being critical of media. I get it. I do 100% get it. But here's the thing. It was fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. At some point, I give more of a fuck about it being awesome than I do about it being good. Um, It it, it was mainly just a a dumb marketing decision. You know, the storytelling was still great. We would have just gotten these episodes at the beginning of Mando Season 3 instead, you know, and then we would have just – I don't know what we would have gotten, I guess – well, and that's that's the gripe, that, like, though, is that like um, it it shouldn't have been the immediate next thing for the Mandalorian. Like it should, like the people's gripe is that he shouldn't be immediately reunited with Grogu. They should have had time apart. They should have, uh, like they should have explored time apart from each other. Mando doing his thing, Grogu doing his thing. And that I understand that gripe, but I uh, I don't mind it. Like I don't give a shit. Um, because here's the thing: I love the season finale of season two of The Mandalorian, but they wrote themselves into a fucking corner with that one. If they were going to yeah. be too big of a pussy to re recast Luke Skywalker, which they are, they shouldn't have done it at all. Um, they should have brought in some other Jedi to take him that they can actually write a story around Grogu being yeah. with. That would have made sense, and that would have made them that would have made them have to explore time apart, which they can't do because they can't keep throwing Luke Skywalker at us as just a a, a background role in the Mandalorian. They're not going to do that. Um, it was just like that's why they did it so fast. That's because they can't explore. They they wrote themselves into a corner so hard because you know Kylo Ren destroys that temple. Grogu has to get out of there. None of us for a second. Like, I know people were like, oh, does Kylo kill Grogu? No, he fucking doesn't. You know he doesn't. So, like... Yeah. Yeah. They were I never going to do that. And that's just... That, that shit's a... That but shit even in the... Are they? Is Grogu just like... Where is Grogu... Because, like, there are some times in the trailer where, like, it seems that Mando is by himself. Grogu's, at, long a, Grogu's with him. Yeah. How long apart did they, like, 
Because he went to Luke's temple and he like Luke gave him the choice. I but am, like how f- soon was that made? Like, I how, am one hundred percent okay with head cannoning that there is like a year between what happens in Mando and the Book of Boba Fett season three. Or Mando season two and the Book of Boba Fett season one. Because there is nothing that gives us an indication as far as how long things have been. It it can be that long, you know. I think the thing that's uh that kind of yeah, he was training with Luke for a little bit. Yeah, he like, was. Like, I am perfectly okay head cannoning that it was a while. Yeah, I think people's problem is that it doesn't. They don't make that clear. They don't. Okay, they but don't it will it be made. Like time has passed. That's the thing. I think in Mando season three, we're going to get the time where he was alone, mm. like. I don't think it starts with him being with Grogu immediately. I think it ah. it is him where he is not with him, and he's like, I have to now. I have to become a Mandalorian again. I have to atone for my my taking off my helmet, and I have to go to Mandalore and fix all of this. And he does that before Grogu. He finds Grogu again. I don't know. Ah, okay. Um, at okay. least I don't know. I I feel like we do get that time in Mando season three. I don't think it starts with them together immediately because at least from the trailer the trailer seemed that there were parts where they were not together they were obviously flying together and he was in the ship on on a lot of parts but i don't know i feel like he does do some stuff on his own okay i could be i could get with that i could get with that for sure but uh yeah i just don't think it's a fair gripe to have towards the book of boba fett i think it's an overstatement to say that Mm. it ruins the show no um because if you watch the first four episodes and then the fifth episode or the fourth, epi- the first four episodes and then the finale mm. that works as a five episode miniseries. True. Just fine. Yeah, it's like, it's just like a cherry on top. It's like people are like, it's, Oh, they grinded Boba's story to a halt to shoe it. No, they didn't. They kind of complete. They almost completed a story and then, Gave justification for Mando showing up. Yeah, and, and a like, badass team up at the end to have more Mando of a cherry and Boba than it is. fight together. Like yeah, you see, it's two Mandalorian fight together instead of it just being Boba Fett. Okay. Yeah, I think it's more of a cherry on top than it is a like. Yeah. Oh my god, you grounded the show to show to a halt to show something else. I get that. I get it, but it's just not. It's just not what it is. Like it's like I think that people are just. I if some people are overly critical. And I get it. I do because I can't help but be overly critical sometimes too. But if you take a step back and remember what Star Wars is, this shit's fun. Like first and foremost, this shit's fun. And when you're watching five and six of the Book of Boba Fett, I can't imagine t- thinking to myself, "God, this fucking sucks right now." That you shows know? too dark. If it doesn't have those episodes. It is just a, a crime show in Star Wars, and that doesn't work with Disney and merchandise. Like, they have to have something for merchandising and something cute for kids. Like, legitimately, maybe that's why he came back in the show and to fix the Luke situation. But, like... I would I, agree if Andor didn't happen. Um, ooh, that is true. That is not kid, that's not a kid is show. in there that is marketable to kids at that all. That is not a kid Nothing. show. You're right. Um, I take you're right, <laughs> but the book of Boba Fett was like the the thing that's really bothering me is people who are like the people who just watched the Mandalorian are going to be really confused when a whole plot. The book of Boba Fett's finale was the most viewed episode of Star Wars television ever. Hmm. 
Yeah, the people who were going to watch Mandalorian Season 3... Watched The Book of Boba Fett. I promise. And if you're right. acting like you didn't, you're lying. Um, it's just... And it's just not? Because it was a huge fucking deal. Like... Like everyone was talking about it when that happened in the book of Boba Fett. It's not like you went, you live under a fucking rock if you're a Star Wars fan. Like, cause my, the book of Boba Fett's teaser is the post credit scene in Mandalorian season two. Mm, yeah. They were always going to be connected. I don't know. I don't know. But the book of Boba Fett, I have that at 15. We'll leave it there. All right. Well. Moving on to 14, it is another trilogy movie, another sequel. I told you they all kind of fall around the same. Ooh, I'm throwing tomatoes. I know, and it's The Last Jedi. Um, and is that 14? Yes. Um, and I think this is the one movie that I have been too critical of in the past this is the one that i've been the harshest on um and after getting past most of the gripes i see the movie for what it is and mainly the gripe is just the the non-continuity that's like my biggest thing is just the non-continuity of directors and you know vision of of everything Mm. whatever um but the movie itself if i if i'm watching it by itself um like you get Luke Skywalker, like I, I, people say, the end of that movie is like, like Luke, that was a that was put like a pussy shit what Luke did. Like that's like, shut the fuck. Like, up. and I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? This dude is across the galaxy, faking out Kylo Ren, getting his entire army to shoot at shoot him over and over. Then he goes down to actually fight him, but he just dot Neo Matrix dodges him. It's quite literally the most Jedi shit we've ever seen. Like, that, like, oh my god, would you rather want an old Luke actually being there and actually dying by Kylo? Or a prime-looking Luke? You know, like, for some reason he looks younger, and at, on first watch you don't really notice it, you know, at first. But it's like, your hair's a little less gray, you're, you're looking a little better, it's interesting. And oh, your foot, your footprint. You're not making any footprints on the ground. And it's like, and then it's like, whoa, this is actually really cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's why they focused on the the salt on the ground at the beginning when they first get there. All the things they drag on the ground, you know, mm-hmm. whatever to, to make the lines. It's like, to, I don't know. Like the movie has so many things that make so like many Star Wars tropes really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. And it did that really well. Um, a lot of people, you know, they'll hate Canto Bite. Um, whatever. Um, I, and I, I don't know. It's like people, it's just all of like the, they hate the the guy who was supposed to break the code, Code Breaker, was that his name? And yeah, then it ended up just yeah. being, oh, whatever. Now we have someone new. But like that's all Star Wars is. It never goes the way that you expect it to go. Like every time. Like, Luke blowing up the Death Star, the plan was to use the fucking aiming system of the ship, the dude turned it off and used the Force to shoot it. Mm. The big, One of the biggest events in all of Star Wars that we all praise and love dearly was not according to plan. Like, I mean, it's like, 
that's what Star Wars is. It's it, if everything just went according to plan, I don't know. Uh, it wouldn't. It's just not how it happens. So like, I a lot of the gripes that I did have of the movie at first are are falling away. Um, but out of the the sequel trilogy, it would still be in the middle. I dig it. I, I dig it. Know. Um, there's a little there's a little gap, little gap here, little gap. Mm. Not super big gap, but a gap nonetheless. Um, I was at fourteen, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, my fourteen is the Bad Batch. Now this is a uh, this is low for where I want it from where I wanted it to be. But then I looked at it and I was like, I have no choice. Like I yeah. was like, I just love this much stuff in Star Wars. Like if you've ever heard me talk about the Bad Batch, we've covered every episode of the Bad Batch on this podcast. Um, and I never, ever, ever say I don't like it. I, in fact, I am in love with that show. I'm in love with the characters in that show. It's one of my favorite Star Wars things ever. And I'm saying that, and it's at 14. So that means everything above it is one of my favorite Star Wars things ever. Yes, that is pretty good. Yeah, Um, man. I I think the animation style is brilliant. Omega is one of my favorite new characters in Star Wars. Uh, Just absolutely love her. The batch itself is incredible to watch. And this season's taking on a whole new, like, they are going hard this mm. season mm. um it's it is it's very good uh not not too far off um not at all no yeah um, i don't so, have much else to say about it you know we're, we've covered every episode of this yeah. po- on this podcast guess, yeah, so like have. if you want to know how i feel about the bad batch <laughs> listen to any of those episodes and you'll hear me ooze over oh, how much i fucking time. love it drink the ooze sorry <laughs> um but here um i'm sticking um in the animation the animation vein um this is where i have the clone wars yeah. Hmm. Um oh, it not, was not so much higher yeah, than mine. It was a little higher up um initially. Where was it I, previously? That's what I want to know. It was with that. So it was at at 9 um before. Um or or 10. Sorry, it was at 10. Yeah, it would cool. be at 10. So not too much, you know, lower, but um there were some things that I just had to had to rethink. Um but yeah, it's I remember starting the show a little slow, but then once I got into it, I, like, just binged that whole thing. Um, it, it was like I, I would come home from school, put on the Clone Wars, and just watch that whole thing. And mm. I remember getting to Season 7 and just being like, whole, like, whoa. Like, I, I got into the show not, you know, I was already well into it before Season 7 started. And then yeah. they just, they... I don't know what they did, what magic juju drink, oh, what they got going on, but they, they hit that season out of the park. Um, and like, I don't know, they, I guess they they got, like, real people, like, they actually got Ray Park to come in and, like, do fight choreography. They actually mm. did the fights instead of just animate them. So, like, it was a season that they heavily paid attention to a lot more than the previous ones. Um, but I don't think that that single season should elevate you know the entire like the entire show should be talked about um mm. you know so um but no i i absolutely love the, the clone wars i love you know obi-wan's dad jokes the whole time um it's it, you know it's a love hate it's like it's like, oh i he's the perfect just dad joke guy but like it, it that's the thing about a dad joke is that it's like 
you're laughing, but it's almost like you're disappointed that you're. It's it's like a disappointed laugh. No, you, know? you don't. Like, oh it. man, yeah. you said that. Come on, dude. Or like, I don't know. But uh, but no, I love that show. Um, and and yeah, I guess oh, we got Lord. just any yeah, any storyline that you think the closest to visions. I guess that's not resistant. Um, that that I've seen the closest to to visions that I've seen. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, got I dig clean. that. I dig that. And that was at 13. Yep. My 13, this is where I have the long-awaited Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and this is one that I did have higher until I was just like, mm, I don't feel right about it. And I mm. put it down a little bit. Um, and this is the one that I did have at 10, and it is now at 13. So it's funny that we had the same thing happen to us for two different for two different things in the exact same places. Um. I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love little Leia. Vivian Lyra Blair is fucking fantastic. She is easily the highlight of the entire show for me. I do love, I do love the scenes with Vader and Obi-Wan. They're obviously incredible, but the formation of the relationship between Obi-Wan and Leia is some of my favorite Star Wars content we've ever gotten. I absolutely love that shit. Uh, I love Reva. I think Moses Ingram mm. is an incredible is an incredible actress, and yeah, Rev is an incredible character with a bright future. Man, yeah, um, that that was, that was kind of nuts. That was that the that's first live action Inquisitor, right? Or uh, these these were our these were the first live action Inquisitors that we yeah, ever saw. I guess the species of the Grand Inquisitor we've seen before, but that yes, would be it. that too. Um, but we also but yeah. saw we saw him in uh, yeah we saw the species in live action. Uh, but in this Clone was Wars. Uh, the first live action appearance of Inquisitors in general. Um, and it was incredible. I loved that shit. I, uh, I think that some of the visuals could have uh, could have improved a little bit, but I think Deborah Cho, it's another one of those things where it's like, I can feel the heart of the creators in it. I can mm. tell that they made the thing they wanted to make, and I think it paid off. I, uh, I am of the mind that it is truly an incredible incredible viewing experience i don't think it's as critically well done as some of the other stuff we've seen but i do love what we did get i think it's in, i think it's such a fun thing to watch and uh like i said little leia leia is my favorite star wars character of all time so if i can get a mm. if i can get a little oh, leia yeah. on alderaan with bail for a little bit bail going mm-hmm. to seek out obi-wan's help fuck yeah you know him 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 basically delivering the message about leia being kidnapped help me Help me, Obi-Wan. I'm, you're my fucking only hope. I need Leia back, you know? Like, I wouldn't come to you if it wasn't absolutely necessary. That's kind of the... I fucking love it. Like, he is his last hope, and it, it kind of mirrors the things that happen later. It it, ah. it gives... It was such a perfect prequel to the original trilogy where I thought it would be a sequel to the prequel trilogy. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. it, it connected more to the original trilogy than it did the prequel trilogy for me. So, uh... I absolutely love it, and uh, it made it made my heart happy. So I have Obi Wan Kenobi at thirteen. From Obi Wan Kenobi, I wanted the, my the reason that Quinlan Voss's name was etched into that wall is because he was the one who saved Grogu from Order sixty six, or maybe not the one who came through the door in the trailer necessarily, but he is the one who got Grogu out. Mm. He transported him to safety somehow or somewhere through that tunnel that is why quinlan voss went through there and i i I hope i hope at least um maybe that's how the path started maybe that is the first jedi who escaped through the path 
I would That'd like that. Be sick. Um, um, I would like that a lot. This is so far our biggest gap. Uh, yeah, you had it I, twenty. I had yeah. thirteen. And yeah, I don't know that. I just can't. I don't know. It is. Just, it, it leaves a weird taste in my mouth. I guess, and nothing, nothing else in Star Wars does that. Um, I feel that. Yeah, like that must be mentioned. But so far. It is our biggest gap being seven places apart, me at 13, you at 20. So, uh, this gap worth mentioning. Is, is not big at all. This is where I have, uh, the Bad Batch. Uh, ah. so only a, a gap of, of two here. Again, we've, we've covered the Bad Batch quite heavily. Um, and I just want to throw in that, um, Omega is freaking like, like slowly becoming one of my favorite Star Wars characters now, like now, like in this season, uh, and I don't think I've I've said that enough actually in the coverage that we've we've had. So I like Omega's climbing like super super high. Um, she's like taking care of the group now. Um, she's like the the I'll real see. leader, and like just seeing her come into her own, and like seeing how she's like her values are forming. It's ah, it's so awesome. So, um, but yeah, I feel like we've we've covered the batch. Quite yeah, a we lot, have. so yeah. yeah. There's my 12. I dig it. I dig me. it. Speaking of Omega climbing up your rankings for your favorite Star Wars character of all time, we might, post-Mando Season 3, have to dig into the top 100 once again. Indeed. Uh, that would be a good time. Yeah, After Season 3 is over, you, see where, get, get see where Den and how we're yeah, feeling about Den and, and Grogu, yeah. Bo-Katan, yeah, yeah. and Armorer and shit. Who knows how much they could climb or anything. Mm. So I think we did a top 100 Star Wars characters last year. We're not too far off from revisiting it. I've also read a ton more fucking books, and they mm. are in there. Comic characters are in there. I have a lot. I have a much different top 100 than I did a year ago. So mm. I think it'll be a fun revisiting. But uh, that was at 12, right? Yep, that's right. 12 is where I have my third live action film. Um, and this is where I have my lowest sequel trilogy movie. This is where I have The Rise of Skywalker. Oh. Uh, I, wow. okay. I love, love, love this movie. I think it's pro arguably the most fun movie in the sequel trilogy. Like this shit, it is so fun. It is epic. It is the most Indiana Jonesy we get with like the artifacts that you're trying to hunt down to find other things. Like literally the whole trying to line up the dagger with the Death Star of, thing. It's out of the Goonies, man. Or like and Goonies. Like, I'm thinking yeah, of like, the fucking the staff where they they like oh, it lines the up. And, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. it's the same fucking totally. thing. Wait, um, yeah. did Goonies come out after? Yeah, Goonies, Goonies was out. a couple years after yeah, Raiders. Well, yeah, after. I think that was yeah, '85. Yeah. Okay. I think Raiders Maybe. or Indy's really the the inspo for Indy's the hardcore for, inspiration oh, yeah. there. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's incredible, dude. I mm -hmm. love the rise of Skywalker. I love uh, Palpatine. I love Palpatine being back and McDiarmid being back in the movie. He's incredible. Arguably one of his best performances is Palpatine for my money as well. Um, he's grotesque and like, have you watched that movie in black and white? No, I have not. You should. It'd be sick in black and white, but the only thing to be in color is whenever Palpatine is all the Sith, his electricity is in red, and then Ray is like. Well, I don't know. That'd be like sick if that's like the only color. Is like Ray's lightsaber and I don't know or something mm -hmm. like that at the end. No, I was um, gonna say because but, the stuff with Palpatine in black and white is like so old school like whenever monster it's like, movie. 
like on his face and like in the like whenever it's just showing yeah it's like it's like frankenstein like old fucking monster movie from the 40s type shit it's uh it's awesome and uh the, the movie's already awesome, and the color the colors in that movie are pretty fucking awesome anyway. But the opening, I remember sitting down in the theater for that movie, Kylo Ren tearing apart Mustafar, mm. destroying shit, trying to find that Sith Wayfinder. So fucking cool. Uh, Kajimi, epic. Uh, all the stuff that happens there is super fucking cool. There, there's just so much to enjoy about that movie, and it's it's ceaselessly fun and a nonstop thrill ride. Like, that is so... It's so it's a roller coaster, dude. Like you're everywhere. Oh yeah, very fast in that movie. So oh, yeah, I love the Rise of Skywalker, but something has to be at the bottom of the sequel uh, trilogy. And for me, on a personal note, that's the one. Man, well, the gap's not that big at all. Mm. Uh, but but in between, we'll take a break and uh, we'll revisit Attack of the Clones. Um, uh, is is where where it falls for me. Uh, it, it mainly we get a lot of Dooku stuff in here, uh, which is really nice. Um, and, you know, I mean, the, like, Jango Fett being beheaded by Mace Windu, pretty sick. Um, Miles would have a head, you know, uh, if the head is still in the helmet or if it fell out or not. Um, is it confirmed to have fallen out? It isn't, like, yeah, uh, confirmed to have fallen out, which is nice to know. Um, I didn't even want to think about it before, but now I have to every time Mm -hmm. that scene pops up in my head. Or just Django Fett pops up in my head at all, um, but no. I it, even though it, it it probably is the worst Star Wars movie there is uh, out of like all the trilogies, I it still holds that prequel nostalgic comfort. There's a magic to it. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's and and that's the thing is that if I watch the Phantom Menace, I'm going to watch Attack of the Clones, mm. and then I'm going to watch Revenge of the Sith. Like that's the it is. I don't know. I can't really it's weird to watch Attack of the Clones just by itself. I don't say I'd really do that that often at all. But um I don't wanna like that doesn't really take away from it, I wouldn't say. Um But it it is it's just fun the whole time, I don't know. Mm. There's so many Jedi, you know, like you see so many Jedi fight at freaking I don't know. That's just you get it's a different era of Star Wars that you don't mm. get at all in the original or sequel trilogy. So, um, I, I, I guess like yeah, I guess the Clone War era to me is a little more liked, a little elevated. Um, compared a little elevated. To yeah. No, I dig it. Yeah, yeah. I dig it. Not nah, because uh, this actually ties the gap for Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, where it was thirteen to twenty. This is eighteen and eleven. So seven oh. spots on both. I like wow. it though. I like it though. Eleven. Um, sorry, it's about this the last one outside the top ten. Oh shit! Wow, I didn't even think about. Wow, a a sequel movie made my top ten, and I didn't even think about it, there and it go. just happened. Look at that! Wow, Look I'm a that. changed man. I'm a that would not happen. Like I don't know how long ago, but that would not happen at all. Three years ago, um, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, there. But I've also been tracking as we've been going to see how far away it is from release order. Because some we've lined up like somehow I lined up visions. Like it's my 18, and it's the 18th thing to be released. Oh no, shit, order. that's funny. Um, yeah, and then like uh, I had one more, I think. Yeah, Obi Wan lined up for me too 
for some reason. That's crazy. And, and, and I don't think it's happened again. But I wanted to – yeah, no. You, we, we, were, we were close. But I was wondering, like, to see the difference in release order, to see, like – I'm just assuming a lot of the first things that have been released will be up there is the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's the thing is that I think the release order is actually not that far off for a lot of things. Yeah, right. Um, but um, obviously, it's been it's not right at all. Like for for um, not for like everything. our picks, obviously it's somewhere like way off. But, but yeah, but, uh, anyway. Ah, that's a good. That's a good eleven. My eleven, last one outside the top ten is the Force Awakens. Um, so we both we both have two sequel movies outside our top ten. Wow. And they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is what it is. I I love I love oh, me the Force yeah. Awakens. I think it's a uh, I think it's it was my first theater experience for Star Wars. I was so happy when I when I saw it. It was so new and mm. fresh and I, I fell in love with Daisy Ridley immediately and I loved Finn and I loved Poe. Like the characters were so rich and I I loved them. Uh, I loved Chewie. We're home. You know, the the reun- the reunion of the Falcon to Han Solo and Chewbacca, Ooh. fucking epic. Ooh. Uh, uh, I, I actually I got Han Solo's death spoiled for me going into you that movie. You did? I did. I did indeed. That's not fun at all. I knew all. Han Solo was going to die. Um, Damn. Prepared me a little bit, though. Prepared me a little bit. Didn't take the steam out of the moment by any means. I still still felt it, but I knew it was coming at some point. Um, the introduction of Kylo Ren as like Adam Driver, when he takes the helmet off for the first time, I remember being like, what? oh. I was like, what? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't for some reason I guess I didn't know it was Adam Driver. I didn't know like Well, I don't I, I didn't keep I, up like, with like promo yeah, or anything at, at all. that time. Yeah. You know, I would just I just remember going, There's gonna be a new Star Wars movie. Cool. I'm gonna go see it. And then it I, was, I went and saw it. I think maybe is that the reaction they were like going for? Yeah, like, I don't think they showed Adam Driver's face in any of the promo. Yeah. I think they I think huh. Because Adam Driver did go on like press tours and stuff, but you know, you never know how they're going to contort people in masks. You know, like they, he could horribly scarred or something. But to have him as a perfectly pristine young-looking man—that's uh, true. Yeah, it's jarring. It was jarring, and I remember being like, "Whoa, okay." Mm. <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love Adam Dr- Adam Driver's delivery as Kylo Ren. You have a pretty good, a pretty spot on Adam Driver impersonation yeah like i guess Every day i wake up and i wish you were dead that's uh that's the marriage story that's not star wars but uh, no that's a good movie more no, uh yeah that's man just him absolutely laying waste like him just getting everything he wants and then luke just to be did you <laughs> brush it off his shoulder you know you like you got him yeah oh man so good uh, no that's that's a later movie but I do love the Force Awakens. I think there's it's got it's got the spirit of Star Wars perfectly, and uh, it's so much fun to watch. Like it's it's amongst the most revisited for me. I think the sequel movies. It's actually funny. I think that if you're going to introduce Star Wars to a casual fan who hasn't seen any of the movies, now the sequel trilogy might not be a bad place to start. I think they're the most palatable. I think they're probably the easiest to watch, and I think yeah. the Force Awakens is a good place to start. Um, that's true, because a lot of the gripes people have is because they knew Star Wars going into it, and that's yeah. what all the hate is. But if you, I guess, yeah, Star Wars is it's already out of order, you know, exactly. it's already out of order in release. So like, just 
you really can't watch it. It depend on the person you're showing it to. Like, if I'm going to show Emily, who has no interest, my girlfriend who has no interest in Star Wars, like, she she doesn't want to watch it. I've shown her Rogue One, and I've shown her The Force Awakens. Those are the, or no, I've shown her Rogue One, and I've shown her Solo. So, like, those mm. are, are an easy, are easy palatable ones. But if I was going to show her the saga movies, I would start with The Force Awakens. I think it's easier to get someone who has modern sensibilities, modern tastes, doesn't mm. like a lot of old movies, doesn't like a lot of, like, a lot of that. I think an easy, palatable choice is The Force Awakens to introduce someone. Mm. And I think that's a good choice. All right. Let's get to the are top we, ten, baby. Are we breaking the ten? Wow, yeah, this is this is ten. Well, I guess I already spoiled that it was... Well, I said it just a sequel trilogy made my top ten. Uh, spoiler alert, ah, it is my ten, I it guess. It is the ten. Um, it is my ten. Um, well, and that's the thing. There is one thing above it, but I, I think it, it really is. I, I don't want to switch last second. Um this is just where Rise of Skywalker um, comes for me, and mainly I think I think it is the end, like the ending. It is kind of like um, it was, or just not even just the ending. The ending's like the the greatest cherry on top, but it was just like an epic movie the whole time. You have the final order, you know, like mm. he's been cooking this shit up the whole time. He's been making that. You know how long that's got to take to make that many Death Destroyers or like Star Destroyers? Like, oh yeah, man. Can you like imagine that. if they got out? Like, if they got out there... Fucked. The galaxy was fucked. There actually, there's actually a comic where it's set between Empire and Return of the Jedi, where Vader goes to Exegol, and he sees the fleet being built. And that's between Empire and Jedi. Um, so, oh my God. 35 years before. He has really been preparing. Jeez. Been that, oh, that guy. Um, that man, he's too, I, he's too good. You know, I guess he has the storytelling, you know, the writers on his side. So it's pretty easy to make him calculated, but man, he's so good at it. Um, (laughs) I, I don't want to praise a fascist, but yeah, the evil fascist wizard. He's smart. He's a smart, evil fascist wizard. God damn it. Why has he got to be smart? I guess Thrawn is like still fascist, but like sort of cooler. Like you, I could, cause Thrawn does have some compassion sometimes. So it's like, I don't know. Um, oh yeah. Still, still an but, evil fascist. But still, just, uh, yeah. Can't, there's, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, there's, there's my 10. Wow. I, I, I didn't, would have never thought a trilogy movie, but there I'm it gonna, is. I'm going to knock your fucking socks off with this one. Uh Oh, you're not telling me this is revenge of the Sith. I'm telling you, this is revenge of the Sith. Um, Cause that was the only thing that was gonna knock my socks off. The only thing that was gonna knock your socks off, and that's where it is. Um, Revenge of the Sith is at my ten, the same as your Rise of Skywalker. Whoa, um, yeah, I love Revenge of the Sith. You know, I do, and I grew up loving the shit out of it. It's epic. It's everything. I, it's it was it was Star Wars when I was a child. You know, mm. like uh, I absolutely and I still love it. Um, but as I've grown older, I don't appreciate it the way I appreciate the other movies. Um, it's not, uh, it's, I like when Star Wars takes a more dramatic tone, obviously. Mm. Uh, that was very, very fun, and that was very, very cool to see, and I think the acting is phenomenal. Critically, it wouldn't fall at 10. That's the bottom line. Like, it, it would fall higher. It would fall far higher. Uh, but, 
there's just uh, there's just an element to it that's not as enjoyable as other things. I don't like watching Anakin do all the stuff he does. Um, I think it's I think it's important. I think it's good storytelling. I think it's a cool fallen angel archetype. But I've never wanted to. I've never wanted it to happen, and I still don't want it to happen. Um, you know, it's uh, it's something that, uh, and that's why that's why it's good at what it does is because it's heartbreaking. And for that reason, I can't put it very high. Um, I, I like, uh, it's, it's, it's probably the most rewatched movie in my lifetime for Star Wars. It might, but be if we're looking at the last five years, ever. if we're looking at the last five years, it's easily my least rewatched. Like, as I've gotten Ash. older, I never revisit Revenge of the Sith. And if I do, I stop watching after the first forty-five minutes. Um, wow. I watched. I watched the the space battle, the escape, the the mm-hmm. getting Palpatine out of there, and then I'm like, "That's good. I don't. I know what happens next." And I think it. I think it is just because I've watched it so many times in my life. Yeah, I think I've worn. Maybe. I think I've worn it out. Hmm. I think more than anything, it's just that I've finally grown to a place where I can appreciate everything else as much as I once appreciated Revenge of the Sith. Like, it you is. asked me this question 10 years ago, Revenge of the Sith is one, and there's no fucking doubt. Um, it's just that, like, as I've gotten older, I've gotten a chance to appreciate more things. This isn't even my top prequel trilogy movie, if you will notice. Um, yeah, that's kind yeah, of nuts. Uh, and that's, that. this is where the, what am I going to throw on in my free time really came into play here. Um, because while I love this movie... I don't rewatch it. Um, I don't rewatch it a lot modernly. Um, hmm. And I do. I, and again, like I said, I love it. Ewan McGregor, phenomenal. Hayden Christensen. This is his best movie. Easy. Um, like there's so much to enjoy about this movie. There's so many great parts. So many. Some. It's an epic film. Um, but I find myself uh, not only not rewatching it, but never wanting to rewatch it. Um, hmm. I'm never like, okay. man, I feel like watching Revenge of the Sith. If I ever feel like watching Revenge of the Sith, it's, again, it's because I'm on a Star Wars rewatch. I've I've watched one and two. Um, mm. Okay. Well, confirmed, this is the biggest gap. Uh, I think possible now. I think there's, uh, there's not even a, a possibility for it to, for there to be a bigger gap, I don't think. Um, unless it's this next one. But I don't think you have the other one <laughs> that would be basically my one or two. Like yeah. I, that's like I don't think so. So like I think this is the biggest gap that we will have. Is what I'm what I'm saying. Okay. Um. That I guess the only thing like if I am jumping into the prequel trilogy, it is either I'm starting from fresh and I'm going, or I am going to Revenge of the Sith. There's that. no other option. No, yeah, and really that's the thing. Me, so I will it's... never, like, and that, if people's favorites is Revenge of the Sith, I never judge them for that, because for fucking probably 20 years of my life, it was my favorite. And then I, yeah. uh, and then I just... I can't. I don't know. My taste. My taste has changed. That's that's kind of all. Like I, you're right. I do really, really. I I do love it, but uh, it's it's not the one I want to watch. Um, Mm. and in fact, there's, I think I have five, six movies above it. Um, I fucking did it again. I lined up with release order somehow. I don't. I don't know. 
what's going on here. But it's it's just working. Um <laughs> But I we will we'll get to Revenge of the Sith later. Mm. Um I'll say. I'll just say later. It's quite a quite a bit later. But um this is where I have rebels. Um ah. for me at my nine. Um and I guess it's it is higher than the Bad Batch. I think the Bad Batch eventually takes over Rebels, is the thing. Um, and the only reason Rebels is above Bad Batch right now is because I think we have a lot more time spent with the Rebels, and you get you you just get a lot more time with that crew. And right now, I don't know. I'd say the crew is more lovable than the Bad Batch as of right now. I don't know. Um, easier to love Chopper and Ezra, Hera, Kanan, like. Sabine, like all of them are just super fun, colorful, you know, super easy to love. Um, I eventually think the Bad Batch will overtake, but right now, Rebels is is superior to the Bad Batch, but not quite, not not too much. I have Bad Batch at twelve, and Rebels at nine, so it's not too far off. But uh, I don't know. I uh, it's about it's my high. Is that my highest animated? Is that the last animation thing that I have? I think it will I be. Think yes. It will be, yeah. So it is my I, it is the my favorite thing of Star Wars animation, which I know to be true. It's either that or Clone Wars, and that's yep the second. So um, yeah, I don't know. I just I couldn't put it above. Um, I just couldn't put it above anything else that I had um, up here. It's like now now it's getting tough to differentiate between like eight and seven and like to actually say the order here it's getting hard it's getting really difficult yeah. to put one above the other um because rebels yeah, this, this is where it gets hard but i'm i'm fairly confident in mine i'm pretty confident in mine um rebels that's a good spot we're not very far off here but but there's a little bit of a gap uh there's a little bit of a gap for sure um nine is where i have my other prequel trilogy movie this is where i have the phantom menace they were going to be right next to each other um okay they 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 are right next to each other because uh, the Phantom Menace is like I said, Revenge of the Sith is probably my least revisited movie over the last five years. The Phantom Menace is probably my most revisited movie over the last five years. Um, I love watching the Phantom Menace. It is for me the most fun movie in the saga. Um, mm. and I know it's devastating. You know, like I said, I, I was kind of like a it's kind of a little flipping it on its head, but there's a lot more that's fun about the Phantom Menace than like it, it gets sad, but it's not sad for a long time. It's pod like, Whoa, racing. Ah, shit. what's that pod racing, pod racing, bro, pod racing, fucking Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi epic, uh, everything on Naboo, uh, the Gungans, like there is Ooh. so fucking much that I just adore about that movie. And, uh, Wow, this is interesting. I thought that this would be a lot higher up for you um, than it is here. Um, I, I yeah. don't know. I, I was because I was trying to guess like kind of your list, or I had a few guesses of just a few movies. I guess not not really mm -hmm. everything, but the Phantom Menace. I thought I don't know because at least it's it's been a movie for me in recent times that has climbed a lot. Um, and I don't. I don't. Maybe it is just. Like, as I'm getting older, I definitely do see Revenge of the Sith falling more as I get older. And I think it is just because of the amount of times that I have seen that movie. Um, mm. But The Phantom Menace, it has been, it's been on oh. the rise. And, you um, know, like, 
it's hard. It, it, it is hard to say. Like, uh, I could have had it a little higher, but there's a couple things that like it. That's the thing. This is where we're going the any given day route. Um, you ask me any given day, this could climb as high as six and could go as low as this. That's, uh, that's, yeah, that's about the range. Um, wow. Really strange prediction there. Um, yeah, yeah. Or range that you have there, but, um, interesting. Okay. Number nine. Wouldn't have thought, okay, there you go. I guess, well, my eight, uh, is what we're talking about at the end here. Uh, this is where Mando uh, lies for me. Uh-huh. Um, and I think there is only one more show. Yeah. Deservingly. Um, yeah. So, but I have like rewatched a little, I I didn't like fully rewatch seasons one and two of Mando, but I kind of went in and had like a little spurt. I just kind of skimmed through seasons one yeah. and two and, and highlighted some of my favorite moments. And, and man, I forgot so much of what happened in like, there's just so many little things that don't matter on the grand scheme of Mando and Grogu. But are so But are just fun. so cute and fun and like, oh my god, like I forgot these episodes existed and I'm so glad that I just, I remembered them now. That's season um, two, episode two to a T. Uh, I fucking love the, the passenger, I think is what it's called. It's the frog lady. I love the frog lady. Uh, eat those eggs. Oh, they look so good. Uh, man, little boba eggs. Bo- mm. Well, not boba fett. Boba no, T. Boba, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Too, too many things in Star Wars. Um that took a lot, but uh but yeah, no, I'm I'm I can't wait for this next season here. Uh see mm. what see what they do. Apparent I don't know what surprise they have in store. Page I don't know, this if you thought we hid Luke Skywalker and all this stuff, oh you can't you just wait for this season. You know, I I don't know if they're just talking it up or I have a prediction. So I I'll guess I guess we will get there. Um but uh yeah, there's my eight, Mando. Alright. I dig it. I dig it. My eight is where I have Rogue One. Uh, okay. Where I have Rogue One a Star Wars story. I fucking love Rogue One. And uh we did a whole fucking live commentary about it like less than a month ago. So like uh Was it our first Star Wars live commentary? Is that I the guess first it was two months ago? It's been a while. It's been a little. But uh yeah, uh it was no, it was our second. We did uh we did Star Wars A New Hope first. The first yeah, that's right. Yeah. We did a New Hope. We did that first. Okay. Uh but this it's a special fucking movie, man. It moves me to tears every time I watch it. Every single fucking time. Uh but it's not from a place of sheer sadness. It's it is that hope. Like it is the fact that they did what they needed to do and it's what it's what comes next that like it's it's so moving and uh diego luna felicity jones like we just have a stellar cast in that movie cheer it in way i love that movie so rogue one had to be at eight uh had to be top 10 uh i i'm in love with that film yeah no yeah i was about to make a last minute change but no no i i think i'm sticking here but um it was to like my seven is rogue one so we didn't line up i guess but um my one pick away my next pick is rogue one and i i will stick with it i was debating on maybe switching it with one movie but but i think it it does does belong here um and i don't know that it's you're right it's a movie that gets you to cry every single time like no matter what i i know what happens i i know what happens like every time i know exactly what's gonna happen 
I will cry every time. There's every no doubt. single fucking time. Every time. And then now having like Andor on top of it is oh my just fucking god. It like I I really hope we get the Jin equivalent. So, you know, so I don't know. Like that'd just be sick to get like both. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't Urso. even know. But yeah, just show be called Urso. It doesn't just have to cover Jin. It can cover Galen's time within the Empire and stuff like that. Ooh, like it could be, it'd be really fucking yeah. cool. Mads Mikkelsen is so fucking talented, mm. and I don't think his role was wasted. People love to say that characters are wasted on small roles, and that's my. I hate that. I hate saying actors were wasted in roles. There has to be supporting roles. Yeah, it's like Marlon. Would you Brando. rather of a lesser? Would you rather a lesser actor have played it? Like yeah. Galen Urso was not wasted on Mads Mikkelsen. He, it's there's a saying that's very common. It's there's no small roles. There's just small actors. And like, if hmm. if he feels like a small role to you, it's more of an indictment of his performance than the writing itself. Like his performance is fantastic, hmm. and the role is great. I love Mads Mikkelsen as Galen yeah, Urso. Like, in the first Superman movie, Marlon Brando opens it up. You know, right. you have Marlon Brando, like, like or is that a wasted role? Is it wasted because he's not in the main movie? No. It, it opens up, it gives the movie a lot of legitimacy, and mm-hmm. he's at the beginning of the movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's That's his comparison. I like real name? Uh, oh my god, I'm blank. Uh, the actor's name just for uh, Urso? yeah Mads Mickelson um, Mickelson thank you um, but yeah it's like and right in the opening too and you're like oh this is a face I've seen before and it's like oh a very caring father you know for like oh no it was like there are so many things to love about that movie and Galen Urso is a huge one of them that moment where he is giving the message to Jin uh, he's not giving the message to Jin but uh, my stardust fucking a i am torn of i am torn asunder it's not okay wrecked not okay and then you you have that and then you also have to deal with oh the planet is blowing up planet's getting destroyed jetta Um, so getting destroyed fucking forrest whitaker as saw guerrera ben mendelson as orson krennic there it's an incredible movie dude it's so fucking good there is no horizon um, we have a problem on the horizon. <laughs> there is uh, no horizon. He's such a, if if that is B, like if if that's B, I'm gonna flip. I pray. Like, I pray. That that's gonna be too good. Um, I don't know how that would even happen, or we get that knowledge. I don't know, but oh, if it happens, um, man, God, oh, the ending it. of that movie, it. man. Oh, it's so beautiful. God, but yeah, my seven. That was Rogue. your seven. All right, my Rogue. seven is Rebels. Okay, I, wow. so yeah, not far off at all here. Not far off at all. I love me some Rebels. Uh, Hera Syndulla will forever be the the character I love the most from that show, and uh, like, there's no doubt about it. I don't think they can release any ancillary content that would make me change that opinion. I don't think. Ezra is going to elevate to be my favorite character from the Rebels crew after Ahsoka. I don't think any of that's going to happen. I think it will forever be Hera Syndulla for me as the highlight of that show. Um, I the Bad Batch too. A little the bit. Bad Batch as well. You know, uh, I think uh, she she's an incredible character. She kind of makes the show for me. Her and Kanan, their relationship as uh, a whole is fucking incredible. 
uh, actually we're recording this. Yesterday was the five year anniversary of the episode where he died. Kanan's um, death. Oh yeah. my God, dude. No. So that clip Wait. was resurfacing a lot. Yep. His eyes coming back. No, man, man. Uh, that shit wrecks me. I was, I want, cause I haven't watched that show in a while. Like it's been a couple years since I rewatched it all the way through. Um, and I think it's because if I get to that again, I'm going to fucking lose it. Because I watched it, I watched it on its own for the first time in fucking years. And yesterday I was watching it and I teared up. And I was like, oh my fucking Just the clip? God. Like just, yeah, the, just clip. the clip? Yeah, just yeah. The clip. Same, same here. Just the clip got me to tear up. And I'm like, oh fuck, dude. If I was, if I was in the show watching oh that. My God. Oh my lord. Oh yeah. My fucking good God. luck. It is so <laughs> good. It is so good. I, and frankly, the, it's been on my rewatch list for forever. I need to rewatch it, mm. and uh, I'm not too far off from doing so. I want to give it a rewatch ahead of Ahsoka. Um, I kind of want to give all of Star Wars animation a rewatch ahead of Ahsoka, like uh, Clone Wars, Tales of the Jedi, mm. Rebels, yeah, yeah. just to get her full story up to this point. Um, and I think uh, I think Rebels is going to be a must, a must sometime this year, and. Uh, Mm. I'm very excited to revisit it because what an incredible show that is. And uh, I love it. I, I was damn, I was damn tempted, damn tempted to put it above my next one, but I just couldn't, I couldn't quite bring it, couldn't quite bring myself to do it. These um, next, like they're getting big. They're getting big. My five, big. my five is where it gets big and possibly large. My five. That's, that's a different, I'd say that's a different tier. That is yeah, the like S- I would like to at the end, I would like, like to go back and explain where tiers are. Okay, um, like where you split them up. Like this is the top tier, this is the middle. Like kind of go like that. So, okay, what, what do you got at six? This is where the Phantom Menace goes for me. Ooh, you, you I love said it. on a day, you know, it could go anywhere from six to nine uh, for you, which is interesting. Uh, you know, I don't know, just laying right, and that's the thing is that I. The more I looked at it, I was like, man, yeah, some days Rogue One is a little better than The Phantom Menace, which I have right below. And then I'm like, The Mandalorian, I kind of would rather watch sometimes over The Phantom Menace. And then Rebels would be the only other thing. And I'm like, okay, wow, that's a little too, a little, I don't know. But, uh. We, uh, it's hilarious. Um. (laughs) Which is, I don't know. I don't know, it was just funny that you're like, I don't know, maybe a six. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's Oh, wow, yeah, look at that. Um, but like Darth Maul. Like, seeing seeing maul like i remember like for the first like for the first time seeing that dude like i don't know of a more evil looking guy that there is i don't know it's like it was just the most obviously this is the bad guy but i liked him like i was like you are so cool Mm -hmm. i want your head spikes for some reason like i want the dual lightsaber. I want, like, I want all this face paint. I don't know right. why, but I want it. And I want it. And you know, you just, I mean, he does, he does kill Qui Gon. You know, it does suck. Um, I, you know, whatever. But he gets chopped in half, not killed quite yet. Chopped in half though. Um, Kenobi. You know, if if Maul can get chopped in half, why can't Qui Gon just take a little, like, take a little? Uh, you know, I mean, Reva took a uh, just like Qui Gon, like nothing, twice. Reva took that twice. Qui Gon ain't got that hate. Qui Gon ain't got that hate in his heart to keep him going. Dang. Oh, he's like actually at peace. He's at peace. Oh he's my there. god! Wow. 
Obi-Wan, the most at peace, dust, dies instantly at the touch of a saber. Mm-hmm. Qui-Gon, not as peaceful as Obi-Wan was at the end, dies very easily for a Jedi, I guess, relative. Mm-hmm. Okay. I kind of, that, I kind of like that. That's... Yeah, it's, it's the, if, if, a, that's why it doesn't happen to Jedi. Wow. Jedi don't get killed and then come back to life. Yeah. Or like they don't see death as possibly. Like, yeah. yeah, they don't see death as bad because they're they're still connected with the Force and they can mm-hmm. still communicate yeah. and everything. Death, death wow. will happen. Yeah. Oh my God! Wow, that's that's nuts. Yeah, he's um, at peace. He's like this. The, it's my time. You know, it's time for the Force to take me. Uh, dang. And Obi Wan, it makes so much more sense. He sees Luke and Leia together, and it's like that's the most peaceful he could ever be, right there. Yeah. He's like that. That's yeah. my that's my mission complete. I'm at peace. I Boom. love it. I like, love that. Oh story. wow, that's awesome. Okay, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it makes the Phantom Menace even better now, I guess. Um, but six, I'd say, would be the ceiling for the Phantom Menace for me. That's for sure. It's not going to climb any higher than this. This is the 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 ceiling of this tier of of, of me, but uh. Yeah, I don't know. Love, love Qui Gon. He's growing. I, I really want to read Master and Apprentice, um, to Great to get their relationship, book. uh, because I, I don't know. Read that a few weeks back. It's so not. It's so fucking good. Like that's that's the duel. Like if Qui Gon could have just lived there. What if Qui Gon lives? What if Qui Gon takes Annie? You know what happens? That's that's a such a cool story. story. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Love the Phantom Menace. Mm. Um. Just couldn't quite crack the top five, though. I get that. I get that. I get that. This is a. Uh, it's funny. We have the exact same nine through six range, uh, just not not in the same order. This is where I have the Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> Dang! Wow. Yeah. That's... So we have the same. We have the same range there. The same p- things in that range, but not quite the same <laughs> stuff. Uh, same order. I mean, uh, the Mandalorian. There is something about the Mandalorian that I there is nothing like a Mandalorian episode for me. Like uh I remember when season 2 premiered staying up till 2 a.m. Mm. and hearing the uh the like the you dude you're you're the little right flute. That that sound dude i remember just getting chills smiling ear to ear so excited so fucking excited and it's because when we watched that first like i i remember watching every episode the day it came out and just every single time being like oh my god i love this show i've never watched an episode of that show and gone man they really missed this week you know I love all of it, and uh, I remember when the book of Bubba Fett rolled around, and episode five came on, and it was again that same sound when he entered the room, and I was like, I got chills, I smiled ear to ear, and I was like, oh my god, I love the Mandalorian, dude, I love Din Djarin, and uh, this is the, the fact way. that I'm gonna, the fact that I know I'm gonna get that feeling again in less than a week is making mm-hmm. me incredibly happy. Um, I fucking love that guy. I've got chills talking about it. I'm so excited yeah, for I got it. The, I got it playing right now, and oh my yeah. god, let me tell Dude, you, I fucking is... love that shit. And uh, I love Din and Grogu. They're such a precious little duo. That season two finale will forever hold a special place in my heart. I remember watching that for the first time. Uh, shit, man, the first like I love the first season of The Mandalorian with all my fucking heart. 
season two is special as far as the like just scope you of it. Have something I want. Mm-hmm. Oh, him turning around on him. You have something I want, and that's that's what you're leading into season two with, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the finale of season one, right? Is like him, uh, Moff Gideon. Oh, wait. Saying that is the finale of season is one. The is, the finale. Fina- is the end of episode seven of season one, and then he's in episode eight. Or no, mm-hmm. it's him saying that in episode eight. Um, it's the end of the first season. That's what's crazy about Moff Gideon is he's only in like the last two minutes of the of the second to last episode of the first season, and then in the last episode of the first season, uh, he's not introduced for a while. But then him turning around on him in the penultimate episode of season two, mm. fucking incredible. Uh. Love me some grief, Karga too. Carl Weathers, love that shit. Um, Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's, there's so much to enjoy about that show, and I cannot wait for season three. It's going to be such a joy. Sorry for the voice crack, um, but I'm, uh, I'm ecstatic. I cannot mm. fucking wait for for next week. It's going to be so yeah. fucking fun. Um, I don't know. I feel, I feel like a lot of the the book of Boba. And two point, you know, season two point five stuff. I feel like it's going to be very apparent, apparently washed away, like very fast in the first episode. I think they're going to address. It's going to be addressed very clearly. I think like there's just going to so be. Um, so I, it's going to be. I don't know. Season I'm, three. I'm very excited. I hope they just keep it out. You know, keep elevating. You know, I hope I hope they keep going on that path because I think it eventually that it it could be a show that does crack the top five eventually oh yeah like i'm at uh, six right here like i'm yeah like i'm right close. there bro it's close but my five and man is it kind of hard like i these i couldn't i i can i guess i could but, but i won't. really i really couldn't this is where I have Andor. I'm having um, a similar issue right now. I'm having a very similar problem. Yeah, and it's like I really, 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 really wanted to put it like three or four. Like I really did. But the episode as a whole versus these four movies that are left and these four movies are the creme de la creme. I mean, come on. The fact that Andor is even in that such in that conversation is incredible. It's above the Phantom Menace. It's above Rogue One. It's above Mandalorian. Andor is without a doubt like the best live action TV show that they've made. Mm. I don't think it's possible for the Mandalorian to jump Andor. Even I don't either a bomb season three like even if season three is amazing i still like i don't know i don't know if that show can be topped and it's it it kind of pained me to put it at five though and it's weird like it's It's hard that's the floor that is the absolute floor for this show Mm -hmm. um and on a given day it could be shit it could be two like i mean on a certain i don't know like on a certain day it could be two i don't know but in on an average, I think my top five, I couldn't really just do it like, all right, I'm on a whim on a random day. What am I going to put on this top five? It's like 
I really thought of my top five here. I, I get you. I get you. Um, but no, yeah. I love that. I love that choice. Uh, not too far off. Not too far off by any mm-hmm. means. Uh, very close, in fact, um, for me. I do, I do love Andor, man. And it's hard. So hard to decide. It was so hard to decide where I put it because I was, I was big talk when that show ended. You know, like when that show ended, I was like, it is my favorite Star Wars thing. I, I said that. I said that mm. on record. And, I, and I, I, I think I even went as far as to say that won't change. Um, mm. and it, it's, it's hard. I don't know. I, don't I think know. it's without a doubt critically the best. best. That that I have no doubt. Like no, it is it is the best Star Wars thing that exists. There is zero doubt about it. Yeah. Um, it's just. But my favorite, I don't know. I don't know. That is that is more of a hard question. Favorite mm. is that's the thing. It was while we were watching. While I was watching Andor, I didn't like any. That was the number one thing. Luthen and or every character that was in there, that's all I cared about. I wasn't thinking of Luke. I was not thinking of Obi-Wan. I was not thinking of anyone else. No. But, like, if I'm thinking of Star Wars as a, as a whole. It's hard. It's hard. They come up. Those characters come up very early on. And they, they will, like, if we do a top 100, they, they will be up there. That's for yeah. sure. But they don't come first. No. Um, no. So no. That's, that was my rationale. I get it. I get it. No, nah, and uh, not too far off. It won't be long now before mm-hmm. I mention Andor, but uh, I dig it. Top five. It's what high comes praise. below it? What comes uh, at your five? My mm. five is The Last Jedi. Okay. Yeah. I fucking love this movie, and if there is a second most revisited over the last five years, it is The Last Jedi. Um, I absolutely adore this movie. This is what I think is the second best movie in the saga critically mm. uh this is a nine thing this is a nine gapper right uh, yes nine yeah. yeah it's a pretty big gap uh i i love this movie i think it's gonna tie the biggest gap uh yeah i am in love with the last jedi ryan johnson did a fantastic job with it there's literally not a single thing i don't like about this movie which is impossible for most Star Wars fans to say. Hmm. Um, yeah. I I love this movie with all my fucking heart. I think that... Uh, I think it's only critically worse than one other movie in the Star Wars saga. And on any given day, I might even go as far as to say it's as, as it's the best. Um, I love Luke. I think it's the best performance mm-hmm. Mark Hamill puts on in the entire saga. Um I have little to no doubt about that. I think Daisy Ridley kills it. I think that uh, I love, I love the Canto Bite stuff. Rose Tico, I know she gets insane amounts of hate for no fucking reason, but she is one of those Star Wars defining characters for me. Like she has, she has a line that I bring up every time we talk about The Last Jedi because it is a Star Wars defining line. The whole, uh, that's not how we win. We don't, not fighting what we hate, saving what we love. Like, that's how we win. I love that. And in mm. every Star Wars thing that does what it's supposed to do, that's that's the thesis. Like, that is what is there. Um, and mm. I, I love that it was said so plainly in that movie. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I I fucking adore the Last Jedi, so yeah. it had to be had to be top five. But again, this is one of those things where I just can't put it above a few things. This is Ryan Johnson. Yeah, this was R- his wrote and directed by Ryan yeah. Johnson. Yeah, he he did a great job with what like with the story that he had. You know, it taking all the Star Wars bias out. If you if you just look at just this movie, like as a movie, it's in it it is very good. It's it insane. is like. And you cannot say otherwise. Like that, I that's remember in that fucking theater when Snoke's going, uh, he <laughs> he turns his saber on his true enemy, and he strikes true. And then, <laughs> like the face he makes, oh my god! Like there, I remember being in the theater just like giddy, just like oh my fucking god, yes, you know, like the amount of expectations that moment subverted. And I know that doesn't make a, make a thing good, but it made, it made it awesome. You know, I mean, I, I had zero, it, I did, I had no inclination that Snoke was going to die. Like no. it zero. was like, Oh my God, he's dead. And then we get like that fight scene that epic. Kylo and Ray. Yeah. Epic. Do right there. Holy that fuck. whole part, dude, burning like that the, part the red of the fucking movie. I know we talked about Luke's part a lot, because it deserves it. Mm. Uh, the the end where Luke comes to save the day, his last interaction with Leia. Oh my God, I love it. The fact that he sets the fake dice in her hand, letting her know he's not really there. Uh, like she knows he's going out. She knows that's it. They kiss goodbye, and she's like, "He's his last moments are saving us." Uh, outstanding. Every word of what you just said is wrong. Outstanding. Like mm. uh. I I love the end of that movie, but that part, bro, every storyline is coming to its absolute fucking peak at that moment. Uh, Kylo fighting alongside Rey right after that. Amalyn Haldo destroys the fleet. Uh, Right after that, Finn has the fight with Phasma. That is that is the series of events in that movie. That's just absolutely fucking insane. And, uh, Talk about one of the coolest shots in Star Wars history is oh the silence lights. oh the silence in that God. theater, bro. You could hear a fucking pin drop in there. I am in love with it, that movie and the way it makes me feel. It's just so the, a lot of people's problem is that it's not. It, it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't feel like what Star Wars is supposed to feel like, mm. and I just I can't I can't disagree more. Like I feel like they. It, it, I think it did to Star Wars what Andor did, but included the the real Jedi stuff. You know, like it was just it was just that plus the the shit that made Star Wars Star Wars. And uh, I think it took risks. I think it knocked them out of the park. And I think mm. one day it will be heralded as one of the best Star Wars movies when everyone gets the fuck over it. Um, mm. I love it. I love the Last Jedi. Okay. So that that's at my five. Awesome. Okay. And I, one la- last little thing. A lot of people are always like, well, why wouldn't they just do that before and just go through light speed and, and through everything? And it's like, well, no one did it before. It, we had Star Wars movies before that, and it didn't happen. The writers at least didn't think. They didn't put it in. So, I, I don't know. Ryan Johnson thought about it. He fucking put it in his movie. It's badass. So think about it that way. Instead of like, oh, well, why hasn't it been done before? That makes so much sense. No. You got it here, so that you you're saying that it's badass. 
by saying that it should have happened before. Yeah. So now it's possible. Like, and I like the way that they they justify it in the next movie, like being like that was a one in a million shot. Like she had exactly the situation she needed to be in. She did it, and that's yeah. it. Uh, like, it, and come on, like the theater experience of that moment, like this, like actually here like not that's one of my best theater experiences ever that was the last jedi it's it's up there with like endgame the batman infinity Mm. war type shit like when i think about my best theater experiences the last jedi is up there man it was it was epic and uh i'll i'll always love that movie and i didn't once upon a time like I, I watched the Last Jedi in theaters and I fucking loved it. And then I let what everyone was saying in, affect my opinion. Yeah, which I was a ma- I was a malleable mind. I was seventeen. It's mm-hmm. fair. I, I heard a bunch of people who I thought were smarter than me say things that made sense, and I was like, oh yeah, you know what? Maybe it's not that good. And now I look back and I'm like, I disagree completely. Once you can start to think for yourself and you can start to form things, form opinions on your own changes everything for you and uh it's it's glorious yeah. because i love the last jedi now i love being able to think for myself um yeah. it makes me very happy nice. so I, I love the last jedi okay well there we go now only i think we have this no there is one movie that is different i guess because i still haven't said revenge of the sith i guess that'd and be the, the only one Andor. but um so those would be the only ones that's it but but these last movies man it's it's it is hard to differentiate them. And, like, if you ask anyone, what's the best Star Wars movie of all time? Everyone says it's Empire Strikes Back. Out of my favorites, it is it is my number four. Like, I... If I'm gonna pick out a Star Wars movie, I don't know. Like, it is still number four, and it is still in this top tier of Star Wars. Mm, like, I'm yeah. not... I'm not saying that Empire is so much worse than these last three movies. Um... Like, there's a reason people say that it's one of the critically best movies of, of all time, you know, or, or it's like, it is Empire Strikes Back, and it has that reputation. But for me, I just like the events that happen in the other movies a little bit more. Yeah, I get um, that. And, and that's that's literally the that's what it comes down to with these movies, these last four, is that all of them are on the same level. It's just what happens in these movies specifically and what do i you know what what scenes do i like more here and and uh it just so happens that empire falls at four for me um, i dig that i dig that again not very far off by any means um but this is where i have my last original trilogy movie this is where i have a new hope um and again same exact shit as you like these three movies I fucking adore all of them. There's, they are my favorite movies of all time. Like if we do a top 100 movies, all three of these movies Mm. will be in the top six, you know, like they're, they're all fucking outstanding to me. Like I love these movies with all my fucking heart. And, uh, but like you said, the events of the movies, uh, you know, I love a new hope and it is what set the bar. It is what's, it is what kicked, kicked it all off. But, uh, I, uh, I just like the other two more. Uh, I think I, I enjoy watching them a little bit more and uh, it's incrementally more. It's like itty, 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 bitty bit more. Um, but uh, A New Hope is a special movie, dude. It's uh, it's epic. The fact that Darth Vader is just a fucking guy in it 
you know, like I know he's, I know he's powerful and he has the, he has the power of the force on his side, we but he was no like, idea who he is though. If, nope, you know, he's if, just a guy. Yeah. He's just, he, and in fact, he's not even the biggest threat in the movie. You, you're like Tarkin is more evil. It seems in that yeah, movie like, than anyone Darth else. Darth Vader's kind of just like the Boba. Yeah. Kind of yeah, at he's that point. He's just kind yeah. of like a bounty hunter, like for Palpatine really is like kind Big of what time. it seems, uh, but a very powerful one at that. Um, but yeah, no, my my uh, three is also, this is, well, not also, um, but I have A New Hope um, here as well. Um, and you're right, like, the, these last three, they are, like, the this is the first Star Wars movie to ever come out, and they, I don't, like, watching this movie modernly, it blows my mind. Like when I watch it, because mm. I think to myself, they made this in 1977, before 1977, I guess. It came out in 1977, so like, yeah, right. like, like, they did this, like, I don't even want to, like, it's, it's so complicated. The things they had to do to get the shots they had, the things they had to create, the, like, to physically build, to do the matte paintings for it, like, it's just insane. Model. It is insane, and it it took someone like George Lucas to do. I guess I don't know, but I am so glad that it, it happened, um, because a lot of this movie is responsible for a lot of of, of change in Hollywood. Forever um, thankful. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so a New Hope, even though it is three, it is probably one of the most influential movies of all time. It's probably um, the most influential movie on modern Hollywood that there's ever been. Um, trying to think of a like. There's not one. You won't be able to think of one. It it is the most influential movie on the modern landscape because not only did it, like I know that there were franchises before it. You know, Godfather and Godfather Part Two came out before Star Wars, and several other movies with sequels came out before it. But the big epic spectacle of mm. a franchise had not really happened. You know, like Star Wars is yeah. what makes that happen. And uh like we don't have an MCU without Star Wars, I don't think. Um like there there are there are giant epic things that I don't think we have without Star Wars. We don't have Pixar without Star Wars. That's a different thing, but it's we don't. Um Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a lot of visual effects in movies that we have without Star Wars. A lot of and maybe they would have happened upon those methods eventually, but they like but they ILM, like they're important in everything. That is like that's massive. Like at the cre like isn't that like the the creation of ILM was from like is that for Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. Like oh my god, that's nuts. Like that's I don't know for what they did in 1977. It's insane, and the movie itself is. Like, that's the thing. It's a marvel just for how they even like, made the thing in the first place. Do you but remember, the story itself is actually that good, too. Like You know THX? Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Jesus Christ. Like, because the first movie George Lucas ever made was THX 1138. And that's uh, that's the sound design. Skywalker Sound also had also be has a sub branch called THX that got sold became its own company like 
there's there's so many like that was at the beginning of every movie in my childhood i fucking swear um Damn. all of pixar movies thx at the beginning uh every time uh wow but yeah man it's a wow. it's a special franchise it was trend setting uh my number three is empire so we had the same okay. four and three just in just in switched order um it was hard for I've I've had it in my mind for years that Return of the Jedi is my star my favorite Star Wars movie and only only recent like within the last couple months have I begun to go hmm, is it uh it is it still is you know I still have still have Empire below it uh but uh I fucking love Empire Empire is the only one that gives it a run for its money for me uh, A New Hope does too but not to the same degree um this is where we start getting into the like how much quality affects my preferences. Um, mm. Empire is easily the best movie in the original trilogy. I have zero doubts about that. Um, yeah, it's it, it and it's the only one that I think is better than the Last Jedi. Critically, um, Irvin okay. Kershner's direction is insane. Uh, the introduction of Lando Calrissian, outstanding. Mm. Uh, the opening on Hoth, incredible. It's Hoth. Hoth, if you will. Some would say. Uh, some would. Some would indeed. Uh, Boba Fett, the introduction of Boba Fett. Like, dude. Darth get... Vader stopping a blaster with his hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that's, I don't know. I, I didn't really notice just that. Tanks I that, that shit. Yeah. Just, just, just doesn't even like deflect it. Just, it just, he just tanks it because he knows he doesn't have a hand, uh, yeah, which mean, is just Le badass. Leia and Han's relationship. <laughs> Mm. bearing fruit finally in this one like i know mm. i love you i love you i know chewy you got to take care of her while i'm you got to take care of her now you got to take care of the princess like that's like such like that whole scene is just one we are so inherently familiar with as star wars fans but it's it's so fucking good oh, like man. from a critical oh. standpoint like when you like take a step back sometimes and just remember how great the performances are and how great the like the lighting in those scenes the orange and blue like oh my fucking god dude and i guess at that moment they don't know that han gets unfroze you know like that he eventually he thinks he's dead he thinks he's yeah, dead that's like, it that um, that'd be nuts to watch empire like you know there are theaters a lot of not why know. Like, nuts to watch empire whoa for the first um, time not knowing what's gonna happen well, um, yeah, I guess some of the the mate. Well, the biggest the plot biggest twist plot in, twist in yeah. the history of film is in the movie. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Um, no, yeah. I am your father. That's it. The main. I, I I don't know. When you ask me what superpower I could have, the ability to just forget information, but select select selective forgetful selective forgetfulness i oh my god to be able to experience just empire alone for the first time again oh my god like i could experience all of star wars again but not forget that i hated it or i could forget that i hated it but experience it all again and then remember you know like that's i don't know that's that's why i think it's a very selfish superpower um but to experience a moment like this would be oh, insane. I am um, because, like, we'll, we will never get that. We knew the going force in. The is with like, you, fully going Skywalker. In. Oh, but you are like, not a Jedi yet. 
that's one of my favorite line deliveries in all of Star Wars because James Jedi Earl Jones yet. like hisses the yeah. end. You are not a Jedi yet. It's mm. so fucking good. I, I I eat that shit up, man. And uh, mm. yeah, it's 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 Vader's best film as far as like uh, not character development, obviously, but like mm. characterization, like getting to know who Vader is. It's Vader's oh, best yeah. film. I think it's I think it's everybody's best film. Like uh, and that's what you get when you get like a truly critically fantastic movie. Um. Mm all the characters shine in a way that I think you just can't say for other movies. Like it's, it's so fucking good. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I have empire three. It is special. Um, but man, these last two, I was going, I was debating, debating on where they fall. Mm. And I think maybe the more I do watch revenge of the Sith, the more that it will fall. I haven't reached that yet, though. Mm. I have not. Like, I... It is the childhood movie that I grew up... Like, that is... I I bet it's my most rewatched movie of all time. Well, it's either this or Spider-Man. One or two. It is it is one of those three movies. I don't know which. But it's up there. Revenge of the Sith is up there. Um... And I, I, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't put it anywhere but one. So my two is Return of the Jedi. But more of an all-time answer, it's number two. You ask me my favorite Star Wars movie right now, I'm going Return of the Jedi. Like that's that's the movie I'm popping on. Like right oh. right now at this moment, this instant. Best casual yeah. viewing in all of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, um, but the Ewoks, oh my god. I love them. I love those little fucks. Luke They're at his prime. I mean, this. You, whenever that saber gets ejected out of R2, and you get... I don't know. I, like, I don't know how many times, like... At my my nana's pool, they have like the diving like the his diving board. It's a little it's a oh, lot yeah. bigger than than normal diving boards. Um, it's not like the the little one that's really close to the water, and you could hang off the water. And I was like, as a kid, I was short enough where my feet would not hit the water at all, and I would try to do what Luke did and fail every single time because I'm not a Jedi and I can't pull my entire body weight up as I'm falling down. But I tried that shit, you know, Luke, like that was the coolest. Like, little, I wanted to be Luke so bad, and that's the Luke I wanted to be. You know, like, I wanted the green lightsaber Luke. That's how we would always talk of, like, me and my brother. If we had lightsaber battles, it was like, no, I'm the green lightsaber Luke. And it's like, okay, we'll, we'll all be, well, I'll, I, my brother was Anakin every time. Because yeah. he was just a psycho, and he was Anakin in real life. Pretty <laughs> he much. was a psycho. Um, and yeah, so I always had to be the one to either be like, Obi-Wan, or somehow, you know. It'd be Anakin as not Darth Vader fighting Luke, but yeah. um, but yeah, I don't know. It's Return of the Jedi is just it's so much fun, and it's Luke. I love Luke there the most. Um, my just favorite movie right now is Return of the Jedi, but all time I can't, I cannot say that it's not Revenge of the Sith for number one. Um, I just couldn't. Um. 
Maybe if you ask me in five years, maybe that's how long I think it'll. T- I think it'll take a while still, um, for me. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. I guess there's my one and two. I guess. Um, but yeah, there was only two movies left. I guess for me. But. Are you stuck? I had to. I had to. I was forced to make a change. Thought about it. And I really? I couldn't do it. Last second change? It. I couldn't do it. Okay. What I was had I had Andor at one. Wow. I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to say that. The same thing as Revenge of the Sith, though. Right now, my favorite thing in Star Wars is Andor. I have I have zero doubt about it. Like it is it is easily the best thing Star Wars has ever done. I have no doubt about that. Um and it is my favorite thing at this very second. Mm. Mm-hmm. But if we are going all time, as soon as you said it like that, I had all to time. change my answer. Like, I was yeah. like, as soon as you said it like that, I was like, God damn it. Yeah, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, so I have Andor it too. Hey, it's uh, above Empire. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like, two. And that's the thing is that it could like – the top five, I feel like Revenge of the Sith, that'll be hard just to beat for me, just yeah, ever, and Return hard. of the Jedi are going to be hard, but A New Hope, Empire, and Andor are really kind of all the same in there, um, and I don't know, I Andor is, it's, that's the thing, it's it's a single season of television that, like, was not hyped up at all, it was mm. like, I don't know, like, I... Most people didn't even, most people still haven't even watched it, is the sad thing, you know? Like, I, I hope most people have seen it by now, but I still I still think it's flying under the radar for how good it is. It definitely is still flying under the radar for it how is. good it is. It's so fucking good, um, dude. I, I'm in love with that show, and uh, Diego Luna as Cassian is perfection. Like, I think about the Narcina 5 arc, and I'm hmm. like, oh my god, have we ever gotten anything so fucking meaningful in star wars and then to cap the season off with the rick's road rebellion and like my fucking god dude it is so good it is so goddamn good brasso bix brasso marva luthen Luthen. yeah man Um, the slate of characters keno fucking loy damn syntha yeah Uh syntha kaz Sinta, Belsar, the Sinta, Mon Sinta. fucking Mothma. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Dude, it's an... Perrin? Fuck Perrin, though. Fuck God Perrin. damn it. Can't fuck wait for Perrin. that guy to die. Oh, I can't wait for him to die. He's gonna, Hopefully he's painfully. Gonna his, man. Um, he's gonna get... I hope Vel does it. I still hope Vel does it. Mm. Uh, But, dude, I, I I love that show. But when you when you talk about all time... I can't. I can't not I know. go. I can't not go. Return of the Jedi. I can't not go. Return of the Jedi. That's my one. Uh, I think about the end of that movie, man, and I just like that's the best Star Wars ever. Like it. Yeah. It, it. Like not maybe not critically, but goddamn, is there anything that's more Star Wars than the end of that movie? The bringing Vader back into the light, and then the celebration on Endor, like. My God, I love it. Everyone was like, Palpatine's dead. Like, he fucking blew up 
in the Death Star. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, man, I don't, like, man. Like, that's the big celebration. The Emperor is dead. The guy that's been controlling all this shit, finally done. Yeet. He's back. I don't know. That That's like, I, it makes sense for Palpatine. It makes sense. But like, do you think George Lucas brings Palpatine back if he writes the sequels? No. No. Um, but I don't, uh, I'm also not talking about the sequels. That's true. So, talking story. about Return of the Jedi. But no, okay. I guess it's like that. That's like that. But that's the ultimate. That's oh, that's the ultimate of this movie. Like, or I guess not of this movie, but like I, of this trilogy. Like of this trilogy, it's like I view it. Palpatine's to, defeated. Vader is brought back to the light for a little bit. Given his burnt stopped, death, I've stopped looking at it like the celebration is that. Like the point of this movie is for Vader to be brought back into the light and for the Empire. Yeah. To be gone. Yeah, I yeah. think if you're looking, I think if you're looking for a thing to criticize the sequel trilogy about, and I, I get the Palpatine thing, one hundred percent, the whole chosen one prophecy and stuff, that's fair. I, I one hundred percent. The, the thing that is bothersome about the sequel trilogy, if you're wanting to be like, ah, oh, well, then what was what what was Return of the Jedi for? Is that there's a whole other Empire entity? Is that the First Order even exists? Um, mm. like, ah, okay. Like, oh, there's another galaxy-wide imperial force that's decided it's going to rise up, and now we're doing that's this. That's true. Like, that's true. Even if Palpatine's not there, it's it's still it's still the same. Someone's going to take his place. Um, yeah, someone's yeah. going to take his place. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no. So that, um, that's that's like it's if you're looking for an overarching evil that has resurfaced and kind of negates the events of Return of the Jedi, it's the fact that there is another Empire level threat at all. Um, hmm. That's a that's a good way to put it. Wow. That's that's how I that's how I've always yeah. like that's like the biggest gripe I can understand about the sequels. Whenever people are like it's basically just a carbon copy, I disagree with the idea that it's a carbon copy of a new hope or of anything like that. But I think we could have gotten a little bit more creative than another empire level threat. I think we could have. I think there's something there that we could I'm not the person to come up with that. I won't be. Um mm. but I think there was something there that we could have done a little differently. Um and still had all the, the elements. Jedi, of... man. I don't know. That's it was Return of the Jedi your number one? Like when when did it like become your number one? Um, I would say probably about four or five years ago. Yeah, it hasn't been like a long standing. Nope, it, not but, a long, I mean, not a long. I guess of period. my life, but like it. Yeah, it is because that's the thing. I don't think I think I was mainly just like Revenge of the Sith or A New Hope. Um, well, just those are like so the two. My I life. Got. For so much of my life, I was not pretentious, but like mm. it was the prequel trilogy because those movies were easier to watch. They are better to yeah. look at. Um, yeah, and they were made grow, for us. We, we were the target yeah. audience for those. So yeah, exactly. Like for for my entire fucking life, the prequel trilogy was yeah. was the was the Star Wars I went to. So like, I'm not exactly surprised that it didn't. It, it took forever for this to like. I've become an original trilogy fucking lover within the last five years. Like, that's when that shit, like, oh my god, I love the original trilogy. The The original trilogy is peak Star Wars, and it's only because I've gotten old enough to appreciate older movies. And uh, Return of the Jedi, I mean, I'm I'm in love with it, dude. I, I will forever mm. love that movie. Uh, Han mm. and Leia 
ending up together there at the end of the movie. You know, I love, uh, I love Luke learning that Leia's his sister and then talking to Leia about it later. And I, I guess I always knew, you know, like I, I, I think it's, Mm. I think it's exceptional. It's just so fucking good. I love, love, love Endor, the forest moon of Endor. I should say everything that happens there. Um, from Man. the those Ewoks outfits, finding Leia, the outfits on the outfits are yeah that come out of that oh dude and I don't know yeah just the way the the Ewoks just slow I don't know it's like they're going up against the Empire these little itty bitty they're throwing rocks they're throwing like I don't know it's like I don't like it, it is so much fun that movie is just fun um, but all time. I don't know. You're, uh, yeah. That's weird. How we kind of we both have like an all time one, and then like a right now kind Two. of one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think I feel good about it. Like, uh, yeah. and it feels right. I wouldn't have felt right. Like, I don't I, think. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel like I need to make any changes. No, like I, I think I'm. I think I'm good here, especially for today. Um, who knows what tomorrow might bring? But uh, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and give a rundown one last time. Uh, I'll start and we can, uh, do you want to like break them up into tiers? Like, do you want to give like, mm. what would your top tier be like? Yeah, I think definitely the one through five is, is strong. Like that's, that is the top, top tier, but it, there might even be like revenge of the Sith and return of the Jedi are just a different, like those two are just, I don't know. I feel like that, that would be the first tier would be one and two. And then another one would be at five, but then I wouldn't really have it. it the rest are kind of on their own, kind of like it. Just kind of like um, I feel. Yeah, here I'm gonna I'm gonna force some tears into this thing, uh, even if I don't if, even if I don't necessarily uh, see them. I think I'm gonna go ahead and make it happen. Okay. Yeah, I definitely I. I have a one and two tier. I have a three, four, five tier, and then I think I have just one. Yeah, right there, and it ends at fifteen. Wow, that ends like at five. That's really weird. But yeah, I have five tiers. I think one, two, three. So I have four tiers total for me. Um... Yeah, my top tier would be my top four. It'd be Return of the Jedi and or Empire and A New Hope. But okay. what's your top tier? My top tier is just Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi. Mm. Uh, my top two. I dig it. My second tier is The Last Jedi, The Mandalorian, Rebels, and Rogue One. My next tier is A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Andor. My Easy. third tier is The Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, the Force Awakens, The Rise of Skywalker. This one, I got it's a little chonky. This one is I feel like all of these things, they could go like each one of these could hit. Like I feel like that's what the tier is is like on a given day it could rise to this limit or it's like it's like the floor and ceiling for all of these. Yeah, for um, every tier. That's kind of how it works for me. But too. uh so this one's kind of chonky, but I got The Phantom Menace, Rogue One, Mandalorian, Rebels, Rise of Skywalker, Attack of the Clones, The Bad Batch, The Clone Wars, 
The Last Jedi, The Force Awakens, and The Book of Boba Fett is where it would end. Um, I dig it. I dig it. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead with my fourth tier, and it's going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi, The Bad Batch, The Book of Boba Fett, Solo, The Clone Wars TV show, Attack of the Clones, Tales of the Jedi, and Visions. And then mine, I guess if you include the ones I haven't seen, I don't know if that's if that's fair, but uh, it would just include the ones that I have seen would be Tales of the Jedi, Visions, Solo, and Obi-Wan. Gotcha. Um, yeah, my so. bottom tier would be the two you haven't seen. So we'll go ahead and leave those yeah. out. So uh, there we go. Yeah, those are the tiers. Those are the tiers. Uh, but man, what a fucking what a fucking goodie that was. I'm I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied mm. with my ranking. Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially, wow. I mean, we'll certainly be able to revisit this topic. The more Star Wars we get. Oh yeah. I wonder if cause... Mando will will take. Let's see. Uh, after season three, if it'll for you, it has have to, to beat the Last Jedi. That would be have tough. To fuck to break the top five for me. Like season three would have to be nuts. That would be insane for me. It has to beat Rogue One or the Phantom Menace. Um, I don't think it's beaten Andor. Um, that's that's the ceiling I think there. But if it does, hey, <laughs> if it does, so both of us. So hey. both of us are fairly certain it won't break the top five. If it breaks Andor. We're doing. They're doing Yo, something special. Over there's there. something special in the water in so, season three, yeah, bro. Um, if if it if it manages, bro, it'll be fucking stellar. Uh, but let's let's discuss it. Let's discuss mm-hmm. it a bit. Uh, what are we What are we expecting out of Mandalorian season three? What well, what, what are your sorts of predictions for what we're about to get? I guess am I am I far off in thinking that we'll get some time of him being alone first? Like, is it? I. I think so. I I I think we are mm. hitting the ground running. He'll be with Grogu. Really, I do. Huh? Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, you think he goes to Mandalore with Grogu? Yeah. I think he's got Grogu. And inside. he didn't. But that's the thing. There, there was definitely a decent amount of time in between that they they did spend alone. I would say so. Yeah. There's no way that they like don't show that. Like, I don't think they just gloss over it completely and not show any of it. Like, do you like do you think they show it in a flashback or like they show yeah. like if I think I don't think they'll give it to us in chronological order. I think they might hmm. flashback at times, but that's the thing. If they do, I think they would flash back to times of longing, like when he was missing Grogu. And I think we got that. In the book of Boba Fett, I think we saw him miss Grogu. Mm. We saw him look at the little, the little packaging that he had for his little chainmail armor, and it looked like him. And he was like, "Oh, I miss my little guy," you know. Like, uh, it, and that's the thing. If we do get flashbacks, I think it'll be to things like that. Like, uh, mm. okay, wow. Well, yeah, there's I... this other thing too is that uh, what I, what I'd be interested to see is if he recruited, like. A team because there's this there's a shot in the Mandalorian trailer where he's got Mandos at his fucking side, dude. Yeah. And I don't know if that happens over the course of this season or if that's something he did in between seasons and he's accumulated a, a force. And I don't think that's what happened. I think we will see him get those get those people on his side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I mean he is talking like a leader mm. in the in the trailer, Yo, he's making leaps that I could never have thought Din Djarin came. I remember, like, I was like of the camp. I'm like, Din 
is gonna lead Mandalore. Like I was always like I'm like that's what I want. I like I want him. Like he has the dark saber. He is the true leader of Mandalore right now. I think it's gonna be kind of like a a dual leadership sort of thing. Um, I think it's gonna be like uh, Den will sit on the seat and be the the symbol, you know, that wields the dark saber, whatever. Um, and and I think Bo-Katan will hate that. If she, she she hates it. She wants to be there, obviously, whatever. But she'll learn to accept it at first and be okay with it. But then mm-hmm. I think there's there's going to be feud between them. I like I I I think I don't think they're going to get along. Um, I guess. Um, I I would much rather them do like them be the first to be like, all right, I have the dark saber, and like we need to break this. Um, you know, maybe this is the first, the break of the tradition. You know, they're like, I, I don't know. I have a theory about the big secret. The big secret. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know, I, like I think that the big secret could, is probably more in reference to who saves Grogu. I think we will find out who saved Grogu. Okay. I'm almost certain that will happen in season three. I like your theory a lot about it being Kinlan Voss. I think that's incredible. Um, I think a bigger secret is in the legitimate storytelling. I think we get a Mandalorian wedding. I think the way they join forces as rulers is a dutiful marriage. And Bo-Katan and Din will be married and king and queen of Mandalore. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. This was not even in the realm of possibilities for me. But now that you said it, this works so well. And it would still, I think it would still work with the way you're talking. Like, I think they would still have beef. I think they would still have problems. But I think it's a way to solve the problem for now. And then the resentment starts to set in. And it's like, hmm. I could see I could okay. see Din agreeing to a proposal so that she is the true ruler of Mandalore. Mm. But then he comes into his own a little bit as a ruler and starts taking charge a little bit. And uh, she's like, this wasn't the fucking deal. Maybe Din just gets an actual following from the people. You know, or like, or like he's they the just, one with the dark saber. Like, I guess it, it might. There's, it's gonna, it's just history's gonna repeat itself. There's just gonna be different factions of the man, of Mandalorians again, and then they're gonna fight, and then they're gonna try to take their claim and and everything. And then I don't know, maybe that's how you get Sabine back in here. And it's like, hey, I've been through all this shit before. It, you don't want to go through it again. Trust me. Like the, mm-hmm. all this different houses and all the, all this stuff. Like, please, I don't know. Maybe that's how. There's some tie-in with Ahsoka and Sabine and, and all that, possibly, I don't know. But, uh, ooh, I really like the idea of them getting married. That's, that's cool. Because be, it solves be many things. It's, like, many of their problems. And that would be, I think, in the eyes of the Mandalorian, like, that's okay. That, that yeah. they wouldn't be okay with Din passing the saber on to yeah. Sabine peacefully. People, they, there would be a war. Sorry, yeah, uh, to Bo-Katan peacefully. There'd be a war started from that. Yeah. Um, but I, this way, probably still start a war, but not immediately. Um, could be a little bit more long-standing. No, yeah, and I'm not even sure 100 percent how much I believe mm. in that. 
but I think it would be a good way to solve their problems, at least in the short term, mm. and then try to figure things out uh, later. You know, because uh, yeah. his priority at the beginning of the season, I don't think is going to be man like ruling Mandalore. He's going to atone for his sins. He's going down there. He's going to the mines and he's going to get connected to the planet. And uh, I think as a result of that, he will go, oh. Maybe I maybe I could do this shit like maybe I could be king like. Uh, mm. I, I wonder what's going to be down he's there. Making, I think he's making leaps and bounds in his in his uh, perception of himself and how powerful he thinks he can be like not in a cocky way, but like uh, recognizing mm. how worthy he is of it. Like, I think like he'll atone for his sins, maybe even recognize how dumb it is that he has to. Uh, I sure hope I sure hope that's the route they go. I, I hope they go. He yeah, realizes. What? What did the armorer tell him that he had to do? He like, had to you go had to, to like, go uh, to Mandalore to, and the, did she specifically say the thing that that he had to do? Or he has to go to like the like underneath the ground to like the the waters the the wa I can't remember exactly. It's like the mines of Mandalore and mm. bay, like cleanse yourself in the waters, and it's like, uh, I think. My other big prediction is that he rides a mythosaur. He finds a mythosaur down there. And uh, maybe that's... Maybe he doesn't even recognize that he can be king. Maybe he comes to the surface on a mythosaur and they're like... And everyone's oh, like... Oh, yeah. That's well, the fucking guy. He's well, he king. has a dark saber And he's riding a mythosaur on Mandalore. So, yep. That checks out. That I mean, that, that's yeah. pretty... Yeah. That's pretty easy there. I don't know. Yeah, he's He's talking way too much like a leader for him either not to be getting into that role or that he is in the role already and mm. someone else has to do it, you know, Bo-Katan doing it with him maybe. Uh, but he like, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in what's down there. Like what, what could be down? Like a mythosaur just chilling down in a, in, I don't know, just chilling there. And I'm just trying to think of like what Din's going to do down there. You know what? It, maybe he finds some of the history of uh, Vizla, the first the Tar first, Tar Vizla. Maybe I don't know. Maybe there's some Tar Vizla history down there, or mm -hmm. something. Um, I don't know. But no, why would there be dark saber history? I guess it's well, it is to be carved into the walls or something. Well, shit. it is Mando. I mean, I don't know. I guess if if you go to a place to atone for your sins for being, you know, in a, being a Mandalorian, I would assume it's probably a very religious ish thing to them you know like this is i don't you know have to keep in mind that uh the mandalorian he's being sent there by it's not your typical mandalorian yeah um, he's a cult leader yeah uh, so, so is it just a cave or is it actually like a, a do you think it's more of like a built structure that they have down there i don't i think it'll be i think it'll be more like a more like a general cavern um hmm. okay like i think he'll he'll go deep enough and he'll cleanse himself in the water and he'll be like yeah dope i'm all hmm. good um i'm my because mandalore is concerned fucked. with the season what's that like mandalore got blasted destroyed so like yeah. in in the tr like he picks up some mandalorian helmets that like look dusty and all dusted over is that right. on the surface that got blasted or is that in the caverns because why would there be mandal 
why would there be Mandalorian helmets down in those caverns? You know, like, what? why would there be hel- empty, seemingly from dead Mandalorian, you know? Or yeah. is that maybe just where you retire your armor? I don't know. No, yeah. like my, that- mon- my money is that's on the surface from the Night of a okay. Thousand Tears. Like, that just okay. never got... Just never got cleared up because mm. um, I, I guess I guess I'm more of the mind that there's there's some structure down there. Mm. There like there is something, maybe not big, but just like a little fountain or like some like little baptism, for lack of a better, you know, just to to wrap it. Like I think that it's like just a little baptism pond thing found in like in a na- it it looks natural but still built ish, if that makes sense. Um, and I. I think, like, that's, I don't know how the crap a mythosaur is going to come into, you know, how the crap, where does that come into play, you know, and like, and then what does that mean? Does he just have a myth, like, where does it stay? Does he, is it like connected to him and like he is like now, now we'll ride him wherever he goes on Mandalore or like is it just like a one time get out of the caves I'll drop you off now I'm going to go back to my home or like I don't, I don't know. know I don't know um I could also see Grogu like bonding them through like the force Oh um, I like, see Oh you the homies <laughs> doing a little doing a little force bonding thing. I don't know that that's possible. I don't I don't know. But uh uh that's have uh we, have we ever seen a mythosaur in anything? No, we've never seen them. Um they're supposed to be like long extinct, which uh I think could be like I could see one being like perfectly preserved deep within Mandalore and then Grogu like doing some force shit to like wake it up. Um, hmm, okay. Because I guess and, in my mind, I was always thinking that Din would be in Mandalore by himself. Like, I was always of the mind that he would spend a little bit by himself in the beginning of the season, and then then it would line up with the bo- the events of Book of Boba, and then carry on. Like, mm-hmm. I, it, like the first episode. Like, I, that's what I thought. The end of the first episode would then line up with gotcha, the gotcha. Uh, Book of Boba. Just so that everyone is caught up, just in case you haven't seen Book of Boba Fett. Um... Which I don't think they need to do or should do, um, but I just I, I I don't know why I just feel like it's the most realistic move for Disney to do, um, but I don't know I think it I would much rather Grogu be with him while he goes down there like I think I think would, that's definitely be the yeah. case. so okay I definitely see Grogu like taming. The like getting yeah, it, taming a mythosaur and like okay. homies with like him. That. Like okay. I could absolutely see, like maybe he doesn't gr- bond with Din. Maybe he bonds with Grogu, and since Din's his dad, Grogu's like, "Yo, it's cool." Um, hmm. uh, I could I could see that for sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Man. like I like that I like that idea a lot. And like I, again, mythosaur. I don't know. It's just been a theory I've had since they mentioned it in the book of Boba Fett. Like. uh Guess. Him going down to the mines and doing his fucking thing. I guess the only who else could it be coming through that door? If it's Anakin, no, it's not Anakin. They're not. That doesn't. That. That's the thing. That doesn't make much sense. If that's Anakin, no, <laughs> not Anakin. Um, my what we've already seen a little bit further into the flashback. 
with like stormtrooper clone troopers actually busting down the door. Um, in the book of Boba Fett, don't we see that? Like, don't we see him get approached by a clone trooper? The thing well, is, clone troopers, yeah. kill, um, and then it's whoever came behind them. Uh, and that's right. <gasps> Wait. There's there's more Order 66 footage with Hayden Christensen that we have not seen yet. Like, whether he's coming through the... I don't know. In the Obi... Like, in the Obi-Wan trailer, I think, there was Order 66 footage that was not in Obi-Wan. Hmm. And, like... I, like, I don't know. I Or maybe it was just someone saying, like, that Hayden Christensen, you know, after him seeing Obi-Wan, that he expected to see a lot more of the footage that he filmed for Order. Maybe it was more of a joke instead of actually real, now that I'm thinking know. of it. But, like, I guess there's – if that is Anakin coming through the door and he sees Grogu, that break – that just breaks. Breaks a lot of canon. Like, it it's breaks not... too much is the yeah. thing. Like, I it don't know how they even fix Anakin. that. So, okay. Um, is there any realm that it's Mace Windu? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that okay. that I think that's a lot more realistic than Anakin. Um, okay. mostly because it's people. The idea that the clone troopers do or do bust down that door and do get through. It's someone who came from behind them and who, like, we know Mace wasn't at the temple when Order sixty six broke out. We know he would have to be racing to the temple to get there if he's still alive. I could see him getting up in there. It's just that, like, there are a few options where that's the logical choice. Uh, the other one is Barisafi. Mm. Since it is right outside Barisafi's, like, quarters, I can imagine her being on Coruscant, seeing the Jedi Temple get burnt down, and going, oh, I have to go check what's going on there. Um. I could see that. Um, I can't remember how her arc ends. Does she go to jail or does she? That's what I was going to say. I thought that she goes, I thought that she's in jail. She might be in jail. So if she is in jail, it's probably within, probably within the Jedi temple. Aries. I guess let's see. See if, I don't know. It's going to probably be. I don't know where it would be in the wiki. I guess. Yeah, no, I think but... she goes to jail. She goes to jail. But uh, then uh, maybe Luminara and Dooley, uh, Barisafi's uh, master, mm. see her racing to the temple because she's confirmed to have lived through Order sixty six and then apprehended by the Empire uh, later on. So I could see, I could see There's that. Actually, a lot of people that it could be. There's a the lot thing. of possibilities. Yeah. There, the other possibility. Uh, this is this is my, probably the most far out prediction I have is that that very shot in the trailer of the, of someone trying to break down the door. Why is someone trying to break down the door? Like, why is that the teaser when we already know clone troopers break through the door? It looks more like High Republic aesthetics and uh, very very old old Jedi temple stuff. What if it's a flashback to Tar Vizsla with the Darksaber breaking down the door, and it's a Mandalorian Jedi uh, flashback? It's a flashback to the Mandalorian versus Jedi War. 
That could be pretty fucking cool. Why are we assuming it's Order 66? Yeah, we don't know. Just because we see lightsabers up in the temple, it's not the only time the temple has been attacked. No, surely. I'm assuming. I'm assuming, right? Like, Yeah. Oh my god. In the shot... Is it... But it's from the low view... Like, the shot, yeah. it's like... No, and I, that's the eyes of it's a Grogu. long shot. Like, I think it's much more likely that it's Grogu and that it is the Order 66 flashback. But I'm saying, like, it, it, like there could be a little bit more of a fun explanation here, a little bit more more fun stuff to get into. And that could just be a misdirect. Um, when did Yoda... Like, when did he join the Jedi? Like, was he a young little thing like Grogu? Like, was he a youngling like... What if it's his vision? That could be cool. You know? Like, if it's High Republic era, well, how old is Yoda in High Republic times? He's he's definitely there. Like, he's like 600. So he wouldn't be a, he wouldn't be baby. No, 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 no. The view, I guess I mean, they're leading us, they're definitely leading us to believe that it's from the eyes of Grogu. Yeah, and I think it is. I have, I have no doubt. About, like, I'm because it's I have the same no four Jedi, right, that are standing there that were guarding mm-hmm. Grogu. I think, so. I think so. You're right, though. But clones were that. That's important. Clones broke down that door first. It's the exact. It's going to be the exact same as what happened in Din's origin, where a a droid stood over him and was about to fucking kill him, and then he got saved by a Mandalorian. Except he's going to get saved by a Jedi. Um, a Jedi is going to lop off that clone trooper's head or stab him through the chest or something. So, and then... so you think that, or wait, the sh- the people we see come through the door first are clone troopers, and that, mm-hmm. or you're saying the clone troopers have already broken in, and the door is well, no, because I guess the door is already down. So the clone troopers, so that is the clone. Okay, you're right. Yeah, we literally see. Yeah, we know clone troopers break through the door, but that is when Grogu gets saved. There's okay. there's no way around yeah. that um, yeah. because I think we go as far as to see a clone trooper basically get in the same position over Grogu as the super battle droid that got over Din. So those oh. Jedi all die there in front of Grogu. Almost certainly. By the I clone troopers? The, I'm assuming, yeah. Just overwhelmed by their numbers. Four Jedi, yeah. Four Jedi? They'd have to be overwhelmed by, a, like... How does that one Jedi that comes in to save him attack from behind? So I guess I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like how how it goes down. Like no, yeah, logic will get you fucking killed out here. Yeah, I know. It's like so. I guess it would be more of like I see clone troopers entering the room. They kill the four adult Jedi, and then they all like kind of surround Grogu. They don't shoot immediately because it's like a kid, but then like one steps forward because it's still following orders you know and then it's like about to shoot grogu and then that trooper dies and then all the ones around them die soon after that because it's a badass jedi i'd say like is that like because i'm I'm assuming a lot of a lot of troopers are gonna have to enter this room i don't think it's one it's not like one or two troopers that are gonna come in here and just kill four jedi i I don't know yeah i like i guess There's no, I, because I'm just trying to think if there's just like any shred 
that like maybe Grogu isn't seen in the room and it could be Anakin, but he doesn't know that Grogu's in there and he just wipes these four Jedi out like they're nothing and leaves the room. You know, like, is it literally that simple? Is it the clones come in first, but like he, they come in with Anakin? Like, I need to I need to check out the uh I'm gonna click on the book of Boba Fett's the scene because I need to see it to be for sure. Um hmm. to be able to tell you any of this is even valid because yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember stormtroopers coming up on him and stuff. Yeah. I mean Okay. So in the yeah, in the at least the season three trailer, we just see the door and then the four Jedi. That's it. But in book, there there were we saw clones shoot. We saw those Jedi die. Right. Yeah, we watched those Jedi die at the hands of clone troopers. I'm watching that right now. Yeah. So there's three Jedi. Also important. What? That's interesting because there's four in the trailer. It's a different. It's a different clip in the trailer. It's got to be. It's it, a different. Setting. What episode of Book of Boba is it in? Season one, episode six, thirteen minutes and thirty seconds in. Season one, episode. Because you're right with this room in the trailer looking a lot more High Republic. Like it. Fifteen, actually. Uh, book of Boba, where there you are, episode six, and the time one more time. Sorry, thirteen minutes fifteen 13. seconds. All right, and okay. Wow, yeah, and there's a ton of fucking clone troopers there. Okay. Uh, you're, wow. Why are we just so quickly assume that it's the same shot? Like, I guess because in our minds, it's just like, if we see Jedi in defense mode in the temple, we just automatically think Order 66. Mm -hmm. But like, that does not necessarily have to be Order 66. Yeah, and then within um, sight, we see about eight or nine Jedi. Dude, that corridor is so much longer in the Book of Boba Fett. Like, it's a corridor, but yeah, in the it's trailer, it's not even close to the same room. Like, I mean, the lights are different. The, in the, sh the shot in Book of Boba, it's from the floor. It's from Grogu, like Grogu for sure. Mm -hmm. This shot in the trailer's actually not that low. Yeah. At all. I I think it's a different – I think it might be a different fucking clip. Wow. They really played us so hard. Just – because I have not heard anybody say that it's a different shot. Like I have heard everyone's like, who is it coming through the door during Order 66? Like that's what everyone is saying. Wow. Dude, what the F? That kind of – that'd be really sick if it's Paz Vizsla. Like, yeah, Tar Vizsla or Tar. Sorry, like that would be if you if you got that. That's that'd be nuts. Um, wow, yeah, dude, four Jedi here, three in the Book of Boba. Like, I guess one could have died. I guess from the clones running in, 
you know, I guess, because right. in the trailer, the clones are not in, but in the Book of Boba, they are already in there. But, I mean, this room, I, like, I'm trying to, like, I'm going back and forth between them. I mean, man. I don't, that's not, that is not the same room. Nor. Oh. But that's the thing, is that the, the Jedi do look very similar, but all Jedi have ponytails and long hair. Okay. No, this is, it's a different shot completely. I'm of, I'm of that mind now. Yeah, no, that's... Um, wow. That's insane. It's like... Because at least we know for a fact that from the Book of Boba Fett, this is Order 66 for sure. Like, I guess the only thing that we don't know is if in The Mandalorian, if it's Order 66. Um, and, I mean, yeah, this... It is not... Like, the room is... It's still the Jedi Temple, but man, it is not even close to the same decor. So, wow. Man. Tarvisla. So who could it, yeah, who who else, who else could it be? Yeah, there's no way of knowing that if it's from a completely different era. The only yeah, one that like, would make sense is Tarvisla. If it's like a history of the Darksaber montage. Yeah, like, it had, it has to be, if it's not Order 66, and it's, it's in the Mandalorian... Oh, dude, I think you got it. I think you got it. Money. Like, whoa. Yeah, if it's not Order 66, it's the Mandalorian versus Jedi War or Tar Vizsla, because I don't remember when Tar Vizsla comes in the timeline as compared to the Mandalorian Jedi War. Um, Ooh, okay, wow. I, I thought I my number one favorite was Quinlan Voss, but my number one favorite actually coming through that door is, yeah. Wow. Well, do okay. we uh, do we want to leave it there? I think I, that was the only thing I was really wanting to predict was who was coming right. through that door. Um, I think we so, did. It. I think we did. Yeah, it. I think we're ready for just to watch the season to find out is what we got. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Join us next Wednesday to discuss the Mandalorian season three premiere. I cannot wait. Mm -hmm. It'll be so much fun. I'm so excited. If you would. Head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content. For $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. And there's tons of content over there. We're about to do a Quantum Mania review sometime very soon, if not already up. Um, it'll be there within the next week, I promise. Uh, head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you are listening. Uh, I am Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And this is the way.